podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to episode eight of a podcast with Mo. Uh, This week we are joined by Wyatt for the first part of the episode. He comes in hot about some Trump getting impeached. Um, And then we just basically go off into randomness and then we end his time with a good story of the one and only time Wyatt has smoked pot. It's pretty good. You should check that out. And then Snappy comes on at the end. Uh, talk a little bit about Big Brother and some video games. And then we do NFL division playoff predictions just so I can hate on the Cowboys, you know, because fuck them. And then also you'll notice on this episode, maybe some people never notice. Uh, I, I try to record it a little differently. There's this button that says pad on, I don't know, whatever this thing is I have that my mics connect to. And it got rid of this weird high pitch noise that I always heard. But it's kind of made people's voices sound not as good. So sorry about that. Um, I'm going to keep experimenting until we figure this shit out. But thank you again for listening to the podcast. What up? And we are joined by Wyatt. Hey. So, Wyatt, anything super pressing that we must get to first? I mean, look, I, so I have been hesitant to decry the downfall of of Trump in the past because if grabbing him by the pussy ain't going to disqualify someone, then, you know, I pretty much gave up at that point. Because he's not Hillary, you know? He's He's not Hillary. That's just, no, I'm saying, like, any Trump supporter I know, if you bring up anything about him in the negative, like, but he ain't Hillary. Sure, sure. Like, no, that's yeah, their no, reasoning. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, so here's my thing. I, you know, I've been slow when people said, you know, oh, you know, he's he's going to get impeached or, you know, whatever. I've been slow to accept that. But people are flipping on him left, right, and center. And the most recent one was his own CFO that has all of his books. Mm-hmm. And knows where all the bodies are buried, and buried half of them himself. You know, right. so and then know, they say they're going to give him immunity. Yeah, they, yeah, they already did. They right. gave him immunity, and he testified earlier this year. And I think that's why Cohen flipped. Because I was wondering why would Cohen flip so, like, totally if they're not even giving him immunity? Because well, he's going to prison. And still. the thing is, I think it's because they already had if this guy. Trump since. never would have. I can't remember how the wording is. Something of when he, the moment he fired Cohen, he gave up attorney client privilege. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah. if he just wouldn't have done that, you're fired yeah. to his own attorney. Yeah. He could have saved himself a lot of yeah. headache. Man, right? Man's a fuck up. But <laughs> I, yeah, I, I honestly think these are the last days. I think I, I would, I would be pleasantly surprised, but not totally surprised if it was over and he was impeached by the midterms, like by November. But I think that certainly within the next six months, I think there will be too much be of a uh, we can't not before the midterms. We're busy, sort of congressmen, right? Sure. That would they're gonna try really hard not to. I think it just depends on like what comes out. You know, I mean, if, true. if if it comes out that he, you know, honestly, is nothing has come out Vladimir yet. Putin every week, you know, then but I'm, nothing has come out that's surprised me, and so therefore I'm assuming his. Supporters feel the same, but to like a more of a degree of like, yeah, we knew that when we voted. 
Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's the the thing that I'm worried about is that all this stuff is going to come out. And it's like, yeah, he committed all these crimes, all this tax evasion, all these campaign finance stuff. And the Republicans are going to be like, so what? Right. I guess the new thing, maybe presidential immunity is going to be a thing of the future. Um, Maybe it is. Hey, if you're like convict or like they're about to try you for murder, you're like, hold on. Let me run for the president. If I win, <laughs> y'all can't try me. Like yeah. it seems like that. Like all of his defenses, but I won. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Broke the law, broke the law, but I won. And yeah. then everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, he won." Yeah. And you know, Trump supporters. I, I was arguing with one guy on Facebook um, yesterday, and he was like, "Paying off two hookers, you know, to to not tell people is not, you know, a crime." And it's like. No, that that's true, but not Hooker's reporting kind of that are. to the FEC during a, com- a campaign so, so that you can sway the election and keep information from the American people is a crime, and Michael Cohen is going to jail for it. Right. So it's like, and Rudy Giuliani was on TV. Oh, he's an idiot. Like two, oh, yeah. He was on TV like two days ago saying, white collar crime, who does it really hurt anyways? The American people, give me a break. So it's like, oh, crime isn't crime anymore. You know, well, yeah. like, of course it's not because Trump's president. Right. It's like we live in a bizarro world. Is that, the, is that the correct really term uh, from the whole Superman comics? Yeah, I, I've honestly checked out in the last couple of weeks more than normal. Normally, I'm like all on the news, um, but I've just been busy at work. And so I haven't had yeah. as much time to look at news. And I'm way happier not knowing <laughs> in a way. But then it also like I get surprises, right? Like, sure. I watched like a whole Michael Cohen thing for 10 minutes. I'm like, oh my God, all yep. this has happened. Yep. And so it's kind of His attorney, cool. his like good friend at the National Enquirer who would buy stories that were going to damage Mark Trump. Mark Burnett's the, his last homie. I know. And Mark Burnett probably has the N-word tape. You oh, know? Yeah, like if 100%. that Because Penn Jillette says that like that tape exists. everything Penn says. Yeah, Penn Jillette is a good, he's a he's a smart man. But he says that on the on the set of The Apprentice, he said it with Penn in the room and there were cameras there. So right. Mark Burnett, man, <laughs> comes out with that tape. Although it won't matter. That, that, hey, that right. won't matter. The crimes and stuff, I think, is what has to matter because... There's going to be people that are going to, like, there are prosecutors and stuff. But, like, if a tape comes out with him saying the N-word, then, you know, people will just be like, why we got to be so politically correct all the time? Well, he was, he's 77 years old. He was a kid. That's what his mom would have said or whatever. They'd have something. I asked my mom the other day, I was, because she was defending some crazy thing Trump had said or done. And I was like, mom, I'm not going to ask you whether or not you'd be okay with him saying the N-word, but let me just ask this. If a tape came out tomorrow that had him saying it, would it be surprising? Like, would you be surprised by it? And she was like, well, from how long ago? Him saying it like 30 years ago or him saying it like, you know, two years ago? And I'm like, two years ago. And she's like, yes, I would be surprised. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm waiting for that day. I wouldn't be surprised about anything. I would be surprised if there was a meeting where he was like, I really want to feed hungry children. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I would be surprised by, like, genuine sincerity if, about something. If he comes out and he's like, today I am announcing a new plan to make healthcare affordable for everybody. You know, it's what everybody wants. Everybody says so. See, and I think, that would be surprising. I Actually, that one wouldn't because I could at least in my head be like, what happened was someone convinced him we're going to call it Trump care. <laughs> and then we're gonna do whatever whatever and he's like trump care it's called trump care <laughs> and so like we'd be all about it um but yeah i'm 
the po- politics stuff, I tried to uh, not talk about with certain people that come on here because a lot of people just don't care. Or if they do, they don't know stuff sure, or whatever. Sure. Um, and I really don't know a lot, but I think I can in general be like, oh, that makes sense or that doesn't make sense. So when I look at a lot of this stuff, because I and I hate to be this person because, like, the Trump supporters this too. I think a lot of this is non-issues. Like, I think the Stormy Daniels thing in general, I don't care if a man had sex with a porn star. I don't. But it's the fact the Republican Party are defending it now when they were, like, the party that would have been like, you can't do that, right? Right. So, like, that, it's more of the hypocrisy of the people involved than the actual acts. Right. Well, the, the sex with the porn star is fine. I'm all for sex with porn stars. Have sex with porn stars. But... If you pay one of them off during a campaign to silence them, you have to report that to the FEC. And if you right. don't, that's a campaign finance violation, and, like, and you're going to so. go to jail. And he says, well, it's different because that wasn't campaign money. That was my own money that I paid, and that was to protect my family. It didn't have anything to do with the campaign. That's what he's saying. Right. But you kept saying throughout the entire campaign, I financed my whole campaign. All of that money is my money. Right. I didn't take any money from any donors like Crooked Hillary did. You know, So it's like, okay, right. well, if that's the case, then you are the campaign. If all the campaign money is your money and your money is your money, then any money that you spend to do anything is going to be campaign money. Like, Makes sense. <laughs> makes total sense. But like you were saying last time you were on here is he's broken the Emanuel, Emoluments. Emoluments Act. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's a big th- – I mean – yeah. And no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. That's the thing. We could have impeached on day one, you know, because he, he broke the emoluments clause. Every single time that a foreign diplomat comes and stays at a Trump property and Trump hasn't divested of that property, he's making profit off of that, which is a gift from a foreign power. And he's enriching himself with the, with the office of the president, well, I mean, which is specifically forbidden by like the Constitution. Completely. Even, I mean, that one is like the easiest go to. But then you can see the obvious things like he goes and visits Saudi Arabia and now all of a sudden Saudi Arabia is going <laughs> to let him build a hotel there. Yeah. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Like, or his daughter, can- his daughter goes to China and now all of a sudden China is going to manufacture stuff a lot cheaper for them. And yeah. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. It's, anyway. it's absolutely impeachable from day one. But, you know, Nancy Pelosi, after the Cohen thing happened, Nancy Pelosi they interviewed her about impeachment, and she was like, you know, it's just not really a priority for us right now. Because- well, okay, so I have two thoughts. I hate Nancy Pelosi. You always yeah, have Even, terrible. like, she's the when she was new and people liked her. Like, I was like, oh, something about her I don't like. Um, Do you remember when she was no, new? No, that lady's, new, like, 70 years no, no, old. No, new to, like, uh, she came up on Jon Stewart a lot. Okay. Like, new in, like, public eye. John sure. McCain became new when he ran sure, for president. Sure. Right, but he's fucking uh, been alive sure. forever. Sure, okay. <laughs> so... And not much I, longer, I'm not though. a big fan of, of her, um, but I agree. I don't want Trump impeached because I hate Mike Pence more. Or I think my, Mike fear, Pence is my fear of what Mike Pence would be is worse by a lot than what Trump currently is. Yeah. I guess. Well, he's all the same levels of terrible, just... You God know. told him to do it and not for money. And I <laughs> right. trust people who... At least I know Trump wants money. <laughs> sure, I get it. Sure, yeah. No, I think, you know, my only hope is that they just get rid of them both. I mean... You know, and then I don't know who would be president because Paul Ryan's gone. I don't know who the Speaker of the House is, you know, once Paul Ryan's gone. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Whoever replaces him. But the reason why I think that it's possible that they could get them both is when they impeached Nixon, he resigned and his vice president took over. Was that Spyro uh, Agnew? Yep. 
Um, anyways, he took over and he only served like one year. He did not get reelected. Right. Um, because, and I think it would be the same thing if, if it came out that Trump was a criminal and all this stuff, there's just no way that Pence comes back from that and wins election because they're going to run ads after ads of Pence saying Trump's a great man and God says that he's a great man and I trust God. So I trust Trump (laughs) and all this crazy stuff. I just don't see it happening. The thing we didn't know a couple years ago is that it's. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and Trump. It's That's actually right. like... That's true. It's a the quartet. Qu- a quartet. It's like a string quartet, except right. they fucking suck. <laughs> I don't they're they're I all think, playing I like microwaves Jesus, I like Jesus' message. I'm not going to hate on him. I don't get what the Holy Spirit's thing would be specifically, <laughs> but... Um, all right, another little random rant thing is I saw someone, and it's a good friend of mine's wife, so I'm not trying to hate on them specifically. I just saw... had thousands of fucking comments like on the original post, right? And I was like, what? And the whole thing was like... Mothers these days have to be overprotective because we got to worry about people snatching our kids and all. So it's basically just like this long ass fucking excuse for being like a helicopter parent. Sure, sure. And I personally do believe if there is anything wrong with this new generation, it's probably overprotective parents and like yeah. kids don't get to go out and be like, we're playing fucking Moon Man today and we're getting lost for two hours. Yeah. Like, like, and I was just like, uh, if we look at the actual percentage of kids kidnapped, probably at all-time low. I can't guarantee it, but probably is at an all-time low. Um, so I don't think that's the case. I don't think people are just getting snatched up. Now, where I live, I can't imagine having a kid, like, playing in the front yard because there is a street and shit. But, like, I, I grew up in a really small town. It was like, yeah, you just walked all over fucking town all the right. time, and yeah. no one really cared. Yeah, I lived, like, way out in the country. I didn't even live in a town. I lived, like, way out in the boonies. I had, like... Two or three neighbors in this little, I don't know, area with a few houses. Right. My parents live in a place currently like that. Yeah. And so, you know, we were like 10 miles from the nearest gas station, you know, like 10 miles from the post office. And so, you know, we walked all over the place just through like woods with snakes and shit. And I I do agree. I think that... um, I think that parents need to kind of chill the fuck out in a lot of ways. But I find myself doing a lot of that same shit. Like, you know, when... Like, look, I had a trampoline growing up. It didn't have a fucking net. Nope. You know? But when I bought a trampoline for my kid, it had a fucking net. You know what I'm saying? See, I hate him all the time. Powell has a net as well for his kid. Yeah. And I had a trampoline before they even put the thing over the springs. Right. Yeah. No. Me too. Yeah. Like, so like, yeah, I was no, like yeah. metal and tarp. Yep. Right. Like there was nothing else. And then my right. friend, all my friends had like the the cushiony thing right over the spring. So if you lay sure. it on it and pinch you, and then like by the time I was like junior high, kids started getting the fucking net walls. Sure, right. And sure. I was like, all these fucking pussies. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, that's but thought. at the same time, you know, my wife broke her arm like three times on a trampoline. Like oh, right. That. Yeah. So like I feel it. Like I get like why the net needs to be there. But I feel like that is just a perfect metaphor. Yeah. You know, and like. Yeah, it probably saves lives. Like, people probably fall off, land on their fucking head, and die. So right. I'm all for it, you know. But at the same time, I do think that, you know, kids are, are definitely, you know, more sheltered and protected, you know. And I, and I don't well, in think like that's always Well, in, like, the real world they thing. are, but, like, mentally necessarily they aren't. Like, they have more access to, you know, computers, TV, sure. and things that... Yeah. So, like, in their imagination and mind and things they can explore... They could figure out all kinds of crazy shit we never would have been able to. Sure, sure. But, like, as far as actually doing shit, they can't ever do, like, they don't get to do shit. Yeah. That's so, true. I think that's going to be the big difference between, like, us first computer generation, which I guess is like the real millennials, and like people think that's just 
everyone under 17, but it's not real. Like, they're going to have a different name. Right. They haven't named them yet, but they're, they're going to have a yeah. different name. Um, so when we look back, and you call me the Oracle for that obvious. The Oracle. The obvious thing I just did. Um, I've also decided I'm done with Long John Silver's in the city of Ada, maybe everywhere. I mean, I don't know how that place stays open. Like, nobody's ever there. The only people that go there are sad, sad, lonely people. Yes. You know? <laughs> that was me. So, me and my wife, all week, because we never went to the grocery store until today, I went. Um, it was one of those, God damn it, I haven't went to the grocery store. All right, what do you want to eat? I'm going to go get dinner somewhere. Sure. One of those weeks. Yeah. And then by, you know, Thursday or Friday, I was like, we've literally eaten at every place in this town. So, sure. I, the only place we haven't went that I used to love growing up, Long John Silver. So, I'm going to go there. And I get the thing that comes with the fish and the chicken. My chicken is literally the size of a chicken nugget. I get three pieces of chicken. Each chicken is the size of a chicken nugget. And I was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and then it came with two fish. And the fish looked fairly normal, so that was okay. But they tasted not good. And then there's no longer corn on the cob. It's corn in a fucking bowl. Oh. And that made me very That's upset. That's fun. Yeah, so I'm just done with Long John Silver because it's like the most expensive fast food place. Yeah, it is, yeah. So my daughter the other day was like, I asked her where she what she wanted for lunch, and she said shrimp. And I was like, what the fuck, shrimp? You know, like, say hamburger, kid. Like, what kind of kid right. are you? I was like, well, there's only one place that has shrimp, and it's not very good. And she was like, but I want shrimp. I want the shrimp. So, anyways, I went to went to Long John Silver's. Waited forever. It was raining. It was just a miserable experience in general. Right. But it also tasted really bad. Yeah. So it's like no redeeming It's just very qualities. old greasy. Yeah. Like she, old she ate her shrimp and then she ate like two or three of her fries because they were real soggy. She didn't like them. And she had like half a hash pup, hush puppy. Said hash puppy. <laughs> Damn. Right. Uh, had half a hush puppy. Didn't like it. Can't wait till they're selling hash puppies. God John John Silver's hash here. puppies, man. So anyways, I had shrimp and fish and it was equally terrible. And I finished like half of it and threw it away. Yeah. So I just want to make the public uh, declaration. I'm done with Long John Silver. That's bad. Even though it used to be the best. Um, do you have any idea where the word cyber came from? I do not. I'm all like testing cyber? you. Cyber? Yeah. I just, the other day I was watching some on TV and they're like, cyber this. And I was like, why do they start using fucking cyber for internet? I have no idea. I have no idea. That, that's that's a good question. I don't know. I, I like, could have, when I wrote this down three days ago, I could have easily researched it. But I was like, nope. I mean, I like I like the I like the idea of etymology. You know, figuring out where words come from and how they're created. I would assume that it's probably a combination of like two different words. Right. But it's such a new thing. Like a lot of words, like you're saying, is like, oh, man means hand. So like, there's a lot of things that like hands and man and shit are sure. etymology. And you're like, oh yeah, because they invented that word fucking in the 800 BC or whatever, where now I'm like, yeah, that's where they can been like fucking 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, why did they yeah. come up with it? Oh, it's like, it's like laser. You know, the word laser was originally a acronym. Um, oh, that's true. You yeah. know, yeah. And sonar. Yeah. Same sonar. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. So those became words. I wonder if maybe it's something like that where maybe it was an acronym or it was like a shortening of some larger word. I, I don't know. Right. Um, but the internet had a lot of cool names like the web. Yeah. Like, no one really says the web, but, no, like... Old people. Right, old people say the web. I found it on the web. <laughs> Dude, uh, Betty White had this awesome show on NBC where all these old I people pranked White. people. I think it was called Betty White's Off Their Rockers. I want to say was the name of the show. Listen, I'd have sex with Betty White. Besides, the only thing I don't like about her Just is she to be turned able to down say, like, I the movie Grandma's Boy because of the pot humor. And I was like, oh, oh, I know. She would have been really good. I, I think the Ray Romano mom was good, too. 
but Betty White, I think, could have made it better. Um, but anyway, one of her shows, she had these old person that would give people directions, and then they'd be like, hey, where's the bathroom? And she'd be like, www.bathrooms.com. And yeah. it was like people our age going up to an old lady working at some kiosk being like, hey, how do you get to the pier? And she'd be like, www.thepier.com. Oh and it was driving these young people crazy. <laughs> I lost my shit watching that. So That's funny. I don't know if that show's still on, but I hope it is. The most recent episode of Who is America was not very good. The last few, I don't think have been great. Um What's well, no, the it, one before last, he got that guy to put the dildo in his mouth. Right. That was amazing. That was good. I'm honestly over the Iran character. Um, yeah, the last two Iran characters, the one with the housewives. Yeah. That was just not funny at all. Right. So, And I get that he he just lined up what he could do, I'm sure, and see sure. how it came out sure. and got his episodes he got. But I really enjoy the like guy from prison. Like his his segments are my favorite segments because they're not political. They're not like proving a. I mean, they're trying to prove some point about like these pretentious art people. Yeah. But like, I just really enjoy. He seems really in the character when he's in that one. Like sure. you believe he, he is that guy. Sure. I liked the most recent one with the food. You right. Know, I liked that one. Uh, I haven't liked his other ones for that character, like the dance one. See, I thought the, the EDM one was so good, but also because I'm in the process of learning how to do that, right? Sure, sure. And so I'm like, oh, I get it. He's using the spring for like a snare sound or whatever he's doing. And I just loved how he, and I hate EDM. So music. you're like proving the exact point that he was making because you were listening to that and you were like, oh, yeah, this is good. But Yeah, that snare. Yeah. No, but like. <laughs> The, I literally have thousands of noises. That's what they are. I have one folder that is a guy went into a factory and threw glass bottles on the ground, recorded <laughs> them, and there's like, okay, I don't use them, but I have them. So I was like, I get where they're coming from, but my favorite part's when he's actually in the club and it's like someone being raped and everyone wants to like, and they're like, oh my God, but then the bass drops and they all just start dancing again. It's like as long as the bass drops, the EDM crowd doesn't give a fuck that there's a guy being raped <laughs> on the song. So... I just enjoyed it. And the first one I really liked because that woman ripped her pubes out for him. Yeah, I, that I was don't. So that's, weird. I just, that's, the, that's the craziest one to me. I feel like of all the ones that could potentially be fake, you know, that would be the one. Because first of all, who has pubes that long? Art chicks. Dude, I'm telling you, I believe that one, I guess. And the reason I liked it so much is because I was like an art minor so I was in all these art classes with a bunch of people who act like they're geniuses and I'm like no you draw you were a well. math major and an art minor I know none of the art majors got it either and I'm like there's so much <laughs> uh connecting here sure well but yeah. they didn't get that um that's crazy but yeah they just act like they were so smart I'm like no you draw really well you paint really well you're not a genius sure. and so for you to be like oh I'm thinking of the blah 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 and they make all this bullshit up so I guess I just enjoyed seeing him make bullshit up well, and see that's what I person. hate I hate abstract art for that reason oh yeah because it's like a blue circle in a fucking middle of nothing yeah. like, oh, this or like represents. a splatter painting oh my god yeah. yeah and they're like this is blah 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 and I'm like no it's fucking not I agree it's paint yeah like <laughs> or like what's like this goes from a white to a cream color Oh and it basically is a white square. And yeah. it's like, that's sold for $25,000. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I hate everyone. Yeah, I that's hate the, everyone. Yeah. When I was in art in high school, I made we did ceramics. And I made this That was mask. my concentration of my minor, by the way. Was ceramics? Yeah, because oh, I, yeah, I awesome. wanted to just make bowls and mugs. Yeah, yeah, I love ceramics. I love making ceramics. We made kabuki masks out of uh, ceramic in my senior year. And I made this awesome mask. It was like a demon, had a nose ring and like a split tongue and horns and stuff. Right. Awesome. 
and we glazed it. You, you work with glaze? Yeah. yeah. So we glazed it. And I like meticulously put the glaze where I wanted it. And you know, when you, when you're doing glaze, the colors don't always turn out how you want because the there's sand mixed in with the paint. And then when the sand, you know, explodes into glass or whatever, it can throw the colors places and you end up with kind of splotches and stuff. And it doesn't always look great. Right. But I was meticulous and it turned out exactly how I wanted it. That is cool. And like awesome. This one chick in the class though. And my art teacher was weird. He only gave one A plus per assignment. Okay. Just about everyone else would get an A. Because this is Ink Master. A few people would get a B, but only one person could get an A plus. Right. So I knew for sure mine was going to be the A plus because it was just, it it was exactly what I wanted. I worked hard on it and it turned out awesome. But this one chick, she took her clay, she molded it into the shape of like a head, she took her thumbs and she put two imprints in it for eyes. And that was it. That's all she did. And then she glazed it. And she just threw random glaze on there. Just poured right. random glaze on there. The whole thing was done in like 10 minutes. Puts it in the oven. It comes out and it looks incredible. The glaze has just miraculously come out looking amazing instead of looking terrible. Right. And she got lucky and it looked awesome. And she got the fucking A plus. And I was so mad. And I was like, see, this is why I hate like splatter paintings and all that stuff. It's like, yes, it's pretty to look at, but people look at it and they just put whatever they feel right onto that. They project their own feelings. And then they're like, yes, this stands for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it stands for you're a fucking miserable person and you're fucking seeking feeling and meaning from fucking colors. Like, ugh, it's garbage. Yeah, I mean, I half agree with you. I, I mean, I would be the top that if I only had 10 minutes left, I would do the same sort of shit and just hope it turned out well. Yeah, but that's the thing. She didn't have 10 minutes left. Oh, okay. The assignment took two weeks. She was done in the first 10 minutes, and I worked for two weeks. She worked for 10 minutes. Sounds like jealousy to me. Sounds like jealousy. But you got your piece that you enjoyed. I'm sure you still own that. I did. I broke the tongue off of it a couple years ago. Yeah, I only Pretty have... I have a few of my things left. None of my glaze turned out great. Most of it's all brown. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I needed more. Yeah. I didn't get it. And then I left the bottom of all of them stone. Like, yeah. I didn't glaze the bottom of anything. Yeah, well, you can't glaze the bottoms because it sticks to the kiln if you do that. Right. Yeah. And yeah, But I look at other bowls. You're out of Marco. Mom looks like I'm going to go fucking piece of stone on the bottom. But I have, like, <laughs> this big cereal mug. It's like, I mean, no one else can see this, but that's probably, like, seven inches across. It's just perfect. It looks like a giant-ass coffee cup. Sure. But I put cereal on it. It's amazing. Um, so I really enjoyed ceramics. The ceramics teacher they have at East Central is fucking dope on the real. Like, he pisses you off because he's so good. But he, like, I'm not trying to, but he's not a good teacher. He's like, oh, you can watch me. And sure. if you can learn, sure. Sure. But I can't teach you because I'm not good at that. Like, <laughs> that's and so he, like, threw this piece of um, clay down and really quick made, like, an old-fashioned looking, like, 1950s pitcher. Right, oh, like that, nice. like it was just whoop, like sure. literally two minutes. On See, the wheel. and I've never used the wheel before. I'd really like to. Oh yeah, the wheel's way cool. We didn't have a and wheel. Ceramics too. They were like, all right, we're all nothing but the wheel, yeah. and it's cool, but I, it gets away from you. You have sure. to like be. It's, there's a way more to it than it looks. Right. I guess what I would say. Um, did you see the story about this NASA intern? No. So there was a NASA intern that went on Twitter and said like. I'm getting a job at NASA. Actually, I saved. I actually took a picture or screenshot of this so that I could uh, 
quote this exactly. Yeah, she her name was Naomi H on sure. Twitter. Says everyone shut the fuck up. I got accepted for a NASA internship. <laughs> and then Homer Hickman, old man in his picture, says language. Naomi H responds, "Suck my dick and balls. I'm working at NASA." <laughs> <laughs> And then Homer Hickman says, I am the national space advisor that oversees NASA. Damn. Apparently, she lost her internship. That's unfortunate. I just don't think that's a reason to fire someone from NASA. You know, you don't get into NASA for having fucking non-cursing language. True. Has nothing to do with it. It's true. She got in off, I'm guessing, math and science shit. Yeah. That has nothing to do with it. I don't know. She started her own fucking NASA. Fuck yeah, Space Force. (laughs) Space Force. Yeah. I just think Homer Hicken over here is being a fuck. He first off, he's eighty years old. He shouldn't be on Twitter, <laughs> or like, or heading thing. up NASA. Like he's <laughs> right. probably too old. Like I get NASA. why people are like language. I could even get that. But I just think they should have fired her. I don't know. Or sure. took away her internship. She was just excited. Yeah, she was fucking pumped. Yeah. So suck my dick and balls. Right. I don't know. We grew up on on the Kevin Smith movies, so I'm just like, yeah, that makes yeah, a little, dude, South Park little yeah. sense. Yeah, exactly. I said shut. My about Mr. Garrison. Oh, South Park's the best. Um, so any video games you've been playing? Only the one, man. There's only <laughs> one video game in my life. Fortnite, I'm guessing. Yeah, um, for sure. I haven't played it in a week and a half since I got Dead Cells, which is my new favorite game. You're on that fucking bullshit. That it's going to actually... Shit. It's easily going to be my game of the year. Unless Red Dead Redemption 2... Like it, that's the only other thing because I had God of War four before because I just Fortnite is last year's game of the year in my opinion I don't think you went two years through um but Dead Cells is, is fucking awesome uh, I don't like Dark Souls because it's fucking hard uh, but this game is basically Dark Souls but two D and it's really fucking hard it'll piss me off and I'll want to throw my controller everything Fortnite does right in the same sure. way. Uh, I don't know, I'm just super addicted to it. My wife hates me playing it or whatever. So I, I enjoy it a lot. Which makes you love it more, right? It's like Yeah, well, she like <laughs> tries to remind me because before I bought it, I said, all right, when I get really mad at this game because I've read it's really, really hard, just remind me I wanted this. <laughs> and so she'll be like, you said that's what you wanted in the game. I don't know why you're getting so mad. Like That's funny. But I hit up one of my friends who I saw playing it, and he was like, oh, it's like Binding of Isaac. I'm like, that's one of my favorite games of all time. And he's like, and it's also like... It's really like Rogue Legacy, if anyone's played the video game Rogue Legacy. It's very oh, similar to that. Yeah, Rogue Legacy. Yeah. Um, it was a very popular game. It was for free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah. So no, everyone, a lot of everyone should. knows Rogue Legacy. Perfect. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> so anyway, hard game, real fucking awesome. If you're like a real gamer and not like just play Fortnite all the time, oh. just totally check it out. Oh, yeah. You're just a bro gamer, man. It's true, yeah. You're like Halos, Call I'm, of Duty. I'm the Bernie Sanders of video games, yeah. I don't think call Bernie Sanders bro at all. Well, people um, no people said like Bernie bros. That was like a big criticism. Well, that was because only guys followed him. All the women were following Hillary. It was like this weird gender divide. Yeah, it was kind of really trash. <laughs> it was because you had other women that were like, "You're a bad feminist if you like Bernie Sanders," and it's like that's not how feminism works. Like feminism means your undying loyalty to any female in any case whatsoever. That's true. That's. Uh, it's Fucking, kind of the so wrong, you what's saw, wrong with the world literally it made me think of that scene from the force awakens where han solo is like that's not how the force works <laughs> right you know that's only that's not how feminism yeah works. um that's really like my problem with everything like i get really 
I guess tickled is the word I'm gonna use. I get tickled when liberals get out liberaled. <laughs> I get tickled when conservatives get out conservatived. Sure. And it's this, and the way I always explain it to people is like, I loved using WWJD. So what would Jesus do was the fucking bracelet. I'm sure if you live in America, you know what the fuck happened back in the day. And we all had like 20 of them for whatever yeah. reason. And you would be like, should I cut in line? What would Jesus do? And then Jesus wouldn't cut in line, so you wouldn't cut in line. Whatever the fuck. And so now I love to like my religious friends when they want to talk about like shutting down the borders or whatever. I'll be like, WWJD. Yeah. And then they'll be like, mm, got me. And so I love when that happens like conservatives. When conservatives will say something like, oh, we need a, a license on this, this, and this. And you're like, oh, like we should on guns? Well, <laughs> well no. And then like, I'm yeah. just like, I just love when someone's own like weapons are used against them. Yeah. I fucking love it. In politics. I had a conversation with a, with a gun guy uh, who's actually a friend of mine in high school um, right after the new, the uh, Florida Parkland shooting. Right. Um, because I posted something about gun control and he got on there and said, well, if you want to be a pussy and not protect your family, that's fine, but I'm going to protect mine. And the thing that I had posted was that I was going to buy my daughter a bulletproof vest right. and send her to school in it. And so he was saying that that was a pussy move and that I should just get a gun and protect her myself. As if I was going to, like, go into the right. school. Well, because this man follows his kid around with right, his gun. Right, right. And, and so, or if I was going to just, you know, give her a Glock, you know, and right. send her to school, you know. Like, you know, peanut butter jelly sandwich, Glock. You know, right, like right the two things bag. every school kid needs. Her brown paper sack So anyways, I had heavier. a conversation with him, and I was like, look, I think you are actually for gun control. And he was like, no, the fuck I am not. What the fuck are you talking about? I was like... I'm just going to say a few things, and I don't want to argue. I just want you to say, would you support it, yes or no? And then if you, if you say no, then fine, I won't say anything. And if you say yes, I'll just move on to the next one. I said, fine. I said, okay, first thing, would you support banning the sale of guns to people on the FBI terrorist watch list? And he was like, well, of course. I'm like, okay, great, great. Number two, would you support... And, and, you know, it was like a bunch of things, like a, right. a graduated stamp tax on ammunition, childproof safeties, you know, just like tons of stuff. Right. And it was like 17 things that I sent him. And he agreed to 15 of those things. So I was like, buddy, I hate to tell you, but you're for gun control. Like right. every sane thinking person is for more regulation than we currently have. And let me tell you something. You said obviously to a whole bunch of those things, every single one of those things that I said has been directly opposed and lobbied against by the NRA, including the sale of guns to the people on the terrorist watch list, because they are not interested in protecting your second amendment rights. They're interested in selling guns. Like that's all 100%. they care about. I mean, that's how they make their money. Yeah. Now, I always have weird thoughts in this. One, yes, there's already gun control things that happen. Like, you can't own certain weapons. You can't own tanks. You can't have a bazooka. Right. There's and all kinds what, of things. And so when people are like, well, you can own anything. And I'm like, I kind of get it. And even if you're saying, like, sure, this is like 1809. And you're like, I got to protect from the government turns on me. Because somehow the most patriotic people think the government's going to turn on them. Yeah. 
I'm like, you're no matter how many guns you have in your house, you don't have as much as the U.S. government. Yeah, period. That's I gotta, like, I just, like, hey, uh, like, it's that, me that's my favorite argument that they make is like, I have to defend myself against a tyrannical government, <laughs> and I'm like, with your semi-automatic like AR-15, real quick, they have drones. Who is America? Do you have drones? On Who is America? I really enjoy the Truth Barry guy. Oh, I don't definitely. know why. Yeah, I don't know definitely. why, but I really enjoy Truth Barry. Well, it's great because he does. He goes to the liberals and tries to troll them the same right. way that, and it shows them not falling for stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like he goes to you know uh, Jill Stein in the most recent one, and I don't think she's the most intelligent person in the world because As she said a some, some really dumb stuff. As a scientist, yeah, she said some really dumb stuff on the campaign politically, but scientifically, she is a scientist. She's right. renowned. She's like Ben Carson. He's right. a good doctor. He's just a fucking terrible politician. Doesn't believe in vaccines. I don't. I would never go to a well, doctor. Let me who say this: He's a good vaccines. surgeon. Like <laughs> okay. he, you know. But anyways, um, you know, he goes to Jill Stein and he's like, <laughs> he's like, as you can see by this chart, weather is cyclical. <laughs> yeah. It goes up and it goes down. And she points to like a high point on the chart, and she's like, "What year is this?" And he says, "Oh, that's July." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um. And I actually had a, a lot of respect for the Republican who wants to ban pornography. Not that I agree with that stance, right? But he went with a super NPR liberal character that right. he has. And it was like, I'm going to call you a pedophile. My pedophile <laughs> friend. And this dude, I don't know how he didn't beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. Because I would have been yeah. pissed too. And this guy wants to ban, like I said, ban pornography, right? It was like his whole goal. And this dude tries to go basically the far, the furthest from it, like, I'm going to watch porn with little children. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just his point of being like, if you go too far either way, you know, and then he just tries to troll these people. Yeah. But to me, that was an example of a Republican handling self, himself well. He didn't say yeah, like. no, he was great. He didn't do anything it, horrible. And he was even like, he was like, if you do that, I will have to sue you and you will have really hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I know. Um, uh, but, you know, what he does is he presents the other side with a caricature of you know how how they see right the other side like the truth berry guy is how people like me see conservatives a lot of the time right and that liberal professor guy is how conservatives see liberals a lot of the time and so he confronts the other side with like their own biases right and it's up to those people to either realize that the, those people aren't actually like this and that this is they're being trolled or if they go along with it they don't have to say anything bad. Right. They don't have to say anything incriminating. Just by the act of like believing that this person really can be that crazy, it goes to show that you really do think the other side is that crazy. Right. And well, so just by his, participating, his you, liberal you character. Into it. The best one was the, the first episode where he is at like a dinner with two Southern Republican fundraiser people sure. or something, right? And he somehow he forces his son to sit to pee, <laughs> and he forces his daughter to stand to pee, and they're like. Well, you shouldn't force children in bathroom anything with their bathroom, and it's like he he goes so far that they have to end up proving a point that like where a lot of times conservatives are on the whole they care what children are doing sure. in the bathroom. Yeah, and so I I just really enjoy when it works. It just doesn't yeah. always work. Yeah. So I know that was like a, a tangent from whatever the fuck else we we're talking about, but um, it popped in my head. Um, have you seen the new Netflix show Disenchantment? No. It's uh, from the creator of Simpsons, so it looks like the fucking Simpsons or Futurama. Oh, yeah, it looks like Futurama. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, dude. I haven't seen it, but I've like seen it in the, the recommended trailer. feed. Every I saw all of these reviews that were like, not good, right? And I was all very like, oh, no. 
Like, I fucking love The Simpsons, and I love Futurama, so I'm going to, like, I really wanted this show to be good. But I went ahead and watched the first few episodes. It's fucking awesome. Like, I love it. And me and my wife have almost done with the first season now, so um, anyone out there need a cartoon to watch, you know, that makes jokes. Is it just like Futurama and The Simpsons and stuff? Um, just like there's a family or something? And yeah, well, it's, so I don't know if you've ever seen Broad City. Well, it's no. like probably the funniest show on TV, but one that cares about that is the main, the voice actress for the main girl. And she's like a princess who's like a tomboy mm. and ain't trying to get married to no dude sort of thing. Well, and cool. she gets possessed by a demon. All so right. she has a little demon character. Yeah. And then there's Elfo who looks like a little Bart Simpson elf. And he's like nothing but sunshine and joy, but he gets, he wants to leave the elf village. So he get kicked out at the beginning. So basically it's those three kicking it. So you have like main character girl who just wants to be like a knight basically, sure. but she's a female. And then you got, devil character and then like good guy character well, that's cool in her both ways and then it kind of goes on and like the way drama like is like sci-fi shit no there's like she lives at a castle her dad's yelling at her all the time i'm pretty sure the guy that voices bender voices her dad that's sounds funny. similar um you know he's like we got these guys here to for you to marry and then she'll like kill them or whatever, oh, you're really right? bad at that and so that voice no, no, I'm not doing bender oh. he does his voice sounds a little closer to mine than bender oh, okay gotcha um but I think it's still the same guy is what gotcha. I'm saying. Okay, gotcha. But anyway, it's really funny. And I like, I mean, it's all a fantasy trope. It's Futurama if it wasn't in the future, but instead in the fantasy world, right? Dope. So um, I enjoy it. Uh, recommend that one as well. So anything else going on in your world? Or is it just all Trump all the time? <laughs> um, it's it's a lot of Trump. Um, I, you know, I'm trying to, you know, get a promotion at work. Did an interview for that. So that's cool. Um, playing a lot of video games, watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen. Dude, Hell's Kitchen is definitely a guilty pleasure of mine for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's good. I am. Like, I like it. I old like... seasons or new seasons? Um, mostly new seasons. I watched season seven, if you consider that an old season. Yeah, because well, they're on um, like, what, 12 now or something? No, they're on 17. Damn. Yeah, yeah. they're way further than I thought. Yeah, they're on 17. I watched the first like 10 probably. Yeah, well, I'm watching season 12 right now. Um but season 17, the one that they just got through doing, right. is All-Stars. And they uh -huh. bring back any anyone that made black jackets. That's the, like, pool of people right. that they chose from. And they chose, like, 16 people from that made black jackets. And it was dope. It was a good season. Yeah, I really enjoy... Because um, they're not Ramsey. all terrible, you know? Right. Because, you know, Hell's Kitchen, the best part is the first few episodes when there's people that right. are, like, fucking dreadful. And it's well, like, you know that the showrunners brought them on there because they were terrible. You know? Exactly. And, they, I mean, Gordon Ramsay yelling at people is great. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy also Kitchen Nightmare. Is that the one where he, like, goes into a restaurant that's shit and he's like, he yes, yells that, at him for it being dirty or whatever. Yes, yeah. And he has a hotel version as yeah. well. My thing is, Hell's Kitchen, I think, is, like, probably 50% fake. Yeah. Kitchen Nightmares, I think, is, like, 99% fake. I like, don't believe so because only because the ABC, the Arizona Baking Company or whatever was like the most famous episode yeah, ever where yeah. he walked out because yeah. this woman was like a control freak and he was like, fuck you, I'm leaving. They like try to sue him yeah. and they've done like this follow-up episode. But my thing is like he goes to these places that are so bad. I think maybe once they get the call that they're going to get it, they're like, all right, don't sweep. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think that that, that goes on and I think... But as far as him doing the rehabilitation to the restaurant and changing their menu. I think that actually happens. No, no, yeah, yeah, I think that happens too. I just don't think that these places are as bad. I think that like when they serve him the food and it's like 
Yeah, we opened this can and we threw it in the <laughs> microwave and then we brought it to your table. See, and I'm like, if you know you're cooking for Gordon Ramsay, you're just not going to do that. I don't think that there are people that are actually going to do that. So I think that they tell them to do that. Well, I think they told them to cook it like normal, but I don't know how you would get someone not to be like, well, I don't want it to be quite as bad. And then I think the argument we made, they are trying their best and they are that bad. No, Even I don't think so. Gordon I don't think Ramsay. anyone can be that bad. See, and. Because, like, 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 they clean out their, like, freezers. Dude, their and it's like, in yeah, we got the raw chicken and the cooked chicken in the same container because we're efficient. We shave space Dude, that way. I love Oscars here in town, but I've seen their kitchen door open, and they just have a fucking, like, eight pounds of chicken just sitting on the counter. And I'm like, <laughs> huh, that looks bad. I really, really don't like Oscars. That looks I went bad. Oscar, like, one time, and it was real dirty, and I didn't like See, it. See, when I was in college, I ate there once, and – Everyone was like, the Hawaiian chicken, it's the best. And I got it, and I was like, I don't like this at all, and I love Chinese food. So I didn't eat there for years. And my wife loves it, so my wife made me go there. And the chicken lo mein's so good that I will go back. Like, it's, it's real. But I'll, I get it to go. They put, like, peanut butter in their egg rolls, too. I don't eat their egg. I don't it's like weird. cabbage. It's weird, so but I it's don't good. I actually like their egg rolls. Do that. Um, but, yeah, um, we always need more restaurants in this fucking place. Last thing I saw this week, there's a show called Magic for Humans on Netflix. It is the host of Cupcake Wars. What the fuck? And he is a magician, street magician, apparently. Yeah, I knew that he was a magician. And I was so excited because I actually really like David Blaine. And Chris David Angel's Blaine's cool. awesome. Chris, Chris Angel's, Angel's okay. a hack. For sure. I'll say it's okay for a reason. Like, half a shoot is really good, but the other half's TV magic. Yeah. It's like TV cuts and CGI yeah. and shit, and you're yeah. like, well, that's dumb. Yeah. So this guy's whole thing in the beginning is like, there will be no... Camera cut magic, no TV magic. It's all, you know, real, like, slot of hand shit. Sure. And he's, like, really set it up like that. And for almost the whole episode, it is. Or at least some of it's, like, crazy, but you're like, well, he said it was, you know, no TV tricks. So sure. you're, like, believing it. And he has this one at the end where he pulls his wife out of a duffel bag. That's The CGI is so bad that <laughs> instantly I was like, he lied. Aww, and I got, like, fucking, like, I was texting people in the middle of this episode, <laughs> like, check this shit out. This dude's fucking good. To where we have this in a text of, like, never mind. He fucked up. He's a liar. Don't watch it. <laughs> like, oh, man. It was, like, such, it was kind of like that show, um, was it called Disjointed? The fucking Kathy Bates fucking pot show on Netflix. I watched it being like, it was fuck, called yeah, Disjointed. a good-ass pot show. And the whole thing's about how potheads are dumb. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of not a smart. Like, if every character spoke in pot, not every character can be dumb. Sure. That's like how TV shows sure. work. Like, I got so pissed that I never watched another episode. Yeah, have you ever of watched that. Suits? Um, no, I have not. So Suits is like a lawyer show. Yes. And the thing that's cool about it is every character is the smartest character in the room. So they're always like outsmarting each other in like all these different ways. Right. And so it's really interesting. So I feel like that show that you're talking about is just like the opposite. Everyone's the dumbest <laughs> guy in the room. Well, it's like there's an Asian character on this disjointed and they just keep making Asian jokes. And I'm like, Aww. you can't do that today. And I like I love Kathy Bates. It's like yeah. I'm a big fan, but I just kept being like, oh man, I don't think we're no, I choices. like magic though, man. I do, you know, a lot of magic tricks. I went out to the bar. Uh, to vintage with a friend of mine uh, last weekend. Yeah, and I wind up I wound up having like nine or ten shots, um, and I bought one of those shots, and the other nine were provided to me because I was doing magic tricks, and I would do a couple of small tricks for someone, get them really interested. Then I'd break out like a big trick where I, you know, set a dollar bill on fire, you know, eat the ashes, and then make it reappear in their wallet or 
you know, they, they have a playing card and they sign it. And then right. I have them draw a voodoo doll of that card and set that card on fire. And then I fan the card, the original, like the real cards out and their signed card is now like singed all over. And, you know, they just got through signing it and I haven't touched the deck since, you know, I do one of my big show stopping tricks like that. Right. And right before the reveal, I say, now, if blah, 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 would that be worth one drink? And, you know, they're like, they want to see the trick. Right. You know? So they're like, yeah. So I got super drunk. And usually Perfect. when I do that, I give the drinks to other people that I'm there with. But this time I was having them myself. And I discovered that magic is a whole lot easier to do when you're drunk because you don't give a shit if you fuck it up or not. You right. know, you're Goes just slow. like, I don't care. Like uh, Freestyling <laughs> was definitely the same way. Um, I haven't freestyled in a really long time, but being non-sober definitely helps <laughs> because if you're sober, I'm like, oh God, what are the first lines going to be? Because I don't know how other people freestyle, but for me, I had to have the first two lines already in my head and then just fucking after that, you jump off the cliff and you hope you come up with a third <laughs> line, right? And then after that, it, to me, there's no thought after that. Like, I don't know what I'm about to say. If it comes out in the rhymes, it's fucking awesome. Um, I think other people Jay-Z it, and they, like, come up with 16 lines in their head, and they say those 16 lines. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I can't do that. Uh, but I would get very nervous. And if I was dr- not drunk or smoking or whatever I was doing, I was like, I'm going to – I'll be back. <laughs> I can't do this right now. So uh, I totally – I, I could see it being very similar with magic. Anyway, that's my last thing. You got anything else? Any positive notes? How long until Game of Thrones? Uh, fucking too long. <laughs> it's um, like May of next year or yeah, some shit. Yeah. Yeah. April or May of next year. Eventually yeah. we'll, we're going to do some Game of Thrones sort of uh, top five. I was saying what I was like, fuck, Game of Thrones is forever away. But yeah. Maybe we can do matters. it when it's a little closer to, right. the, to the thing. I agree. Last week Coordinate. we didn't do a top five for the first time. I don't think I'm going to do one this week either. I just want to become dependent on it. Sure. And I don't have any good fucking ones lately. I'm like, eh. Oh, no good fucking ones. That's yeah, terrible. Yeah, see, I was yeah. like, sex positions. And oh, God. No yeah. one wants to do it. I, I only know five. I, I, that's not much of a top uh, five. I know four, and then four will turn over, and it becomes five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much, I pretty much do the same three now. You know, once you're married, you know, you get comfortable. It's called zero. Oh, once you're married, <laughs> zero. There was, a, there was a, a saying when I got married that somebody told me. And they said, if you take a cup when you first get married, and then for the entire first year of your marriage, you put one seed in the cup every time you have sex. And then for the rest of your life, after the first year, every time you have sex, you take one seed out. That cup will never be empty. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, that wasn't the case because, you know, my wife and I had been together for, you know, like, two and a half years before we got married. Yeah, I was dating my wife for seven years before yeah. we got married. So it was like, so even like the first year we got married, we were already basically a married couple, you know? So I understand 100%. Uh, we're not in this whole, I want to have sex. We have to get married first sort of age. Like I think people just got married younger back in the day sure. for that. Sure. Like, like there is legitimately sure. laws on books in counties all across the U.S., of a man cannot promise marriage in exchange for virginity. <laughs> like, because so many guys used to be like, you put out, I'll marry you. And the girl was like, <laughs> okay. And then he's like, peace. And then we were like, hey, now. And then like make laws against them. So crazy. All so right. how do you how do you wipe? Oh, I talked about this last week, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, or at least a sitting versus standing debate. 
Standing? What the fuck? Okay, so... Who the fuck wipes standing? I'm so glad you're on this side. No one I've had on yet, but what happened was, um, when I was in high school, there was this National Lampoon's movie called, like, Adam and Eve or something. You know, National Lampoon all those, like, sure, big movies? Sure, sure. And in the movie, there's, like, four guys sitting around, and they argue over if you sit or stand. And in the room I was in, there was me and three other guys. And on the show, two guys said sit and two guys say stand. And I was like, that's dumb. No one stands. Yeah, and the then me and my cousin were like, "Yeah, we see everyone sits." And the other two guys were like, "No, we stand." So it was That's the same as the crazy. movie. And I asked a lot of people throughout college because I was be curious when uh, you know you'd be at a party, and a lot of people stand. That's crazy. And I never knew that. Um, but now I just so. But what I'm saying is, do you go front to back or back to front? I think. What what's considered back? I guess. Well, I mean, like, do you go ball sack to crack, or do you crack do crack to ball sack? I guess ball sack to crack. Yeah, definitely. I think because otherwise the, you're pushing shit into your balls. Right. Well, and I think that's a human thing because women have to do it that way, unless they would get shit in their. Balls. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it'd be better to get in the habit of that. Yeah. Um. So I bring guy, this up because, the, like, you know, the H three H three podcast. Do you know that? Never uh, heard of it. Well, it's a podcast. Anyways, um, they, they talk about it. And that guy says that he wipes back to front because he doesn't want to get shit in his butt crack. And I'm like, so you'd rather have it in your ball sack? Yeah, I agree. I don't think the taint's better Yeah, at all. Uh, it, it is weird, but everyone has their own ways of doing stuff, you know. Do you use the wet wipes? I do not. I don't. If I they're there, I'll use them, up. but I don't usually buy them. Right. I had a friend growing up who they always had them there, and it wasn't until I was like 15 it hit me. Like, <laughs> oh, everyone's family are like adults, and they use that. That's crazy. <laughs> um, now, it makes sense. Like, yeah. I always, like, I think, I wish bidets would become popular in America. Sure, yeah. Because if you were like, shit on your hand, and now go wipe it off with a paper towel. And that is that enough for you? Sure. No, yeah. you're gonna yeah. be like my hands fucking gross. Yeah, but yeah. yet for your ass, you're like, sure, that's paper's true. fine. That's true. I've never thought of it that way. But yeah. like, if you had shown your hand, you would want water. So yeah, that's true. I'm all saying I'm gonna do it because I'm not gonna fucking pay to get one installed when sure. I'm like the only fucker in town with one. <laughs> but if it like took over, man, I gotta go over to Aaron's <laughs> yeah. house. You got that everyone, good, good toilet. Everyone will be over here fucking trying to take shits. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid all that. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think those are always good debates. I had another one too, but I already forgot it. But one thing I was going to try to hint at you for before you left um, is you have a good pot story. I do. And I like I've said, me personally, and I've even said on this podcast before, people who have stories similar to this, I think are all bullshitters because I'm like, how? How is that possible when people like me have partook so many times and this has <laughs> never happened? But I guess there could be an argument of some genetic thing. I don't know. All right. But. Look, when you produce the podcast, this is the point where you should put on some mood music. Okay, right? I'll make Behind, some. Yeah, make, make some, some mood music for this story, and I'm just going to tell the story. <laughs> 2014. Dun-dun. Sorry, I'm making music <laughs> markers, so I know where to put stuff. Um, I am dating this girl who is the queen of pot. She wakes up. She smokes. She eats lunch. She smokes. She goes to work. She smokes. She comes home. She smokes. And right before she goes to bed, she smokes. Probably about five times every single day. She's going through ounces in a matter of like a week and a half. Right. So 
I just want to quick aside. You clearly don't smoke because everything you just said, not that weird to me. Oh my um, God. Throughout college, I smoked way more than that. Oh I God. smoked way more than an ounce in a week and a half. Um, so anyway, continue. so anyway, she 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 does lots of of the pot, right? I don't. I never have. I never wanted to, right? Because when I was a kid, I was all about the Jesus, you know, and that, and that's why I didn't. Um, then as I got older, I didn't just because like, you know, the stereotypes about potheads, you know, it makes you lazy. It makes you dumb, you know, stuff like that. I did it for self-medication for anxiety. I'm sure. Yeah. Now, you know, there's good reasons for it, but I'm not saying I was right to think that that's, that's what I thought. But I will say real quick, cause I want to try to fit on. There are a lot of people who smoke pot who shouldn't that are the dumb stoner character. It's just not everyone. And that's, yeah. So anyways, but one night comes around and she's out there smoking and I think to myself tonight's the night and so I go out there and I I say I would like to partake in your marijuana please and I sit down and she rolls a, a blunt and we're smoking this blunt for a while and then we start doing the pipe and I like the pipe a lot more. It's not as, like, burnt. It doesn't burn as much. Right. Well, so, blunt, you're getting tobacco right. from the paper. And, right. Yeah. So, you know, it was it was better. The pipe was better. But at that Spoken point... Spoken like a true pothead. She starts saying... She starts saying things like, Hey, if you don't exhale and you just let it dissipate in your lungs, you'll get higher faster. Not true. And, you know, that's what I want. You know, that's what I want. I want to just get baked as quickly as possible so that I can see what it's like. THC absorbs insulin into your cheeks. <laughs> and so I start doing that. And what I didn't know is that if you do that, then when you exha- exhale, nothing will come out. Correct. So I just thought that I wasn't getting any. So I started hitting harder and harder. Yeah. And you've done everything correct. Finally, (laughs) finally, I'm pissed because nothing is happening. You know, like I don't feel anything. And I'm like, if this is all it is, then all these people are just like sensationalizing a waste of time. And so I'm sitting on a chair that has arms on it. And my hands go from my my legs to the arms of the chair. And I'm going to, you know, stand up. So I'm going to press against the arms. But that movement. Of just my hands going from my legs to the arms of the chair wrecks my whole fucking world and the fucking world starts spinning around my nose and like all i can see and focus is my nose and everything else is just spinning in circles and when that stops i have no fucking idea where i am and i look down and i know that i've been smoking pot because there's all the pot smoking accoutrement on the table of course you know? and i look at my girlfriend at the time and I'm like, I what, what is going, like, where am I? And she's like, what are you talking about, you know? Like, she's all chill. And I am not chill at all. So I'm, like, looking around, like, how to escape my back room. And I go in through the back room, through the laundry room, into the kitchen, because my thought process was I need to get some fluids. You know, right. I need to drink, flush my system out. But by the time I get to the kitchen, I have no idea why I'm in the kitchen. So I try to think as hard as I can. And I remember the pot smoking accoutrement. And I remember that I was smoking pot. And then I remember that I came into the kitchen to get water. So I start to pour the water. But by the time the glass is full, 
I have no idea why I have a glass of water. So I have to think. And I remember the pot smoking accoutrement in the kitchen in the water. And so I drink the water. I don't know what the fuck you smoke. I don't think you smoke pot. And the best way that I can explain it is that every 12 seconds or so, I was waking up from a dream. In that I could still remember what was going on, but only in the way that you remember a dream. It's like the where... 51st date strand. <laughs> <laughs> you just kept forgetting. And so, so I... I am freaking out because I think that what's happening to me is that I'm having a series of micro seizures that is like <laughs> destroying my brain from the inside. I mean, that would be bad. And so that is what I have convinced myself of. And so I look at my girlfriend at the time and I'm like, you have to take me to the hospital. And she's like, no, I don't. And I'm like, if I die, you will go to jail for the rest of your life. You need to take me to the hospital. Yeah, you would have been worse to get high with, for sure. <laughs> and at that time, we were living with a friend of ours, um, and I knocked on his door. It was like 2 in the morning. Right. I knocked on his door and woke him up. He has to be at work at like 9 o'clock the next right. day. I wake him up. He comes out, and I tell him what's happening, you know, that I'm having the series of micro-seizures and that I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> I'm like, you knocked <laughs> my door. No, you're not. And he's like... Go the fuck to sleep. You're not nothing fucking wrong with you. Uh, but I, I'm, I am unconvinced. And so I start Googling, you know. But like when you're high and you're Googling, you know, you get onto like a weird part of the internet. So I find like medical research that shows that like pot can cause seizures in some people. So I was like, this is it. I'm like, one of the I'm, point zero I'm zero one of the point zero zero one percent. I am dying. You have to take me to the hospital. So I convince her. And she does. See, that, we that's go. the craziest of your whole story. <laughs> the so, craziest part is that she took you. Because I guarantee yeah, you, yeah, I would not take the hospital. Yeah. So we go to the hospital here in Ada. And she doesn't come in with me. She just, like, stays in the car. Of course. And I go to the, to the hospital. I walk in through the doors. They slide open. There's the bright lights. I come up to the, th- the, the front desk. And they say, how can we help you? And I say... I don't remember because again, I've just woken up from my dream. And so I have to, so I have to think. And then I remember the pot smoking accoutrement and the kitchen and the water and the seizures. And I said, I think I might be dying. And she's like, why do you think that? And I'm like, well, I did some drugs and now I think I'm having a series of micro seizures And she's like, well, how did you get here? And I'm like, I don't remember. And she's like, well, that's not good. Did you drive? And I was like, I don't think so. I'm pretty fucked up. And she's like, okay, well, we'll get you in to see the doctor. So I go to the the little room and I wait. And a nurse comes in. She asks me what's going on. I tell her. She leaves. I wait some more. Doctor comes in. And at the time, I'm wearing one of those Jesus bracelets that you talked about earlier. Yes, WWJD. Yeah, I was wearing one of those because I wear a Gay Straight Alliance bracelet and a WWJD bracelet on the same wrist as like a political statement. that's what would Jesus do? Yeah, it was a political statement. So anyways, he sees that and he's like, so what do you think uh, the big man would think of you right now? (laughs) And I was like, Obama? (laughs) And he was like, no, God. And I was like, fuck God. And he's like, well, then why are you wearing that bracelet? And I'm like, that's none of your business. Freedom of religion. <laughs> and, <laughs> Do what I want. And, and he's like, 
well, um, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, well, I'm having this series of micro seizures. <laughs> and he's like, no, you're Let not. Let me tell you, doctor. <laughs> he's like, no, you're not. You're on drugs. And I was like, is that your medical opinion, <laughs> asshole? Right. And, he's, and he, he says, all right. We're going to do a blood test, see if your drugs were laced with anything, because that's possible. But in the meantime, I'm going to put this IV in your arm. No one would waste their drugs. <laughs> he said, I'm going to put this IV in your arm, and it's going to flush out your system, and you're going to feel better, and you're going to feel like an asshole. And so he he leaves, and he doesn't return for 45 minutes. Got to flush your system. And about 15 minutes in, I'm not high anymore. Well, that's cool that they and have so I'm sitting there that. for 30 minutes feeling like a fucking asshole. Yeah. And he comes back in and he's like, so, you okay? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, well, we did the test. It wasn't laced with anything. And I was like, okay. And he was like, now, how did you get here? And I was like, my girlfriend drove me. And she, he was like, did you know that as much as it is a crime to do drugs, it's also a crime to drop drop off a high person at a hospital and leave them, and you could both go to jail. And she would face like these extra charges. She would oh, be damn. in more trouble than you were. And I was like, No, I didn't know that. After you were like, You're gonna go to jail. <laughs> and and he was like, I didn't call the police this time, but I could next time. And I was like, There will never be. A next time. And that's why you've never smoked pot. And so pot. I've never smoked pot again. Because even after my system being flushed and me not being high anymore, I was so paranoid from it that when I did get home from the hospital, I stayed up for like four more hours because I couldn't go to sleep because I had convinced myself that if I did, I wouldn't wake up. So it just like, it made me paranoid and freaked out and just not happy. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, it was a bad time. It's kind of cool. Like, I would have saved myself so much money <laughs> if I would have had a freak out at the beginning yeah. of uh, my drug life or whatever. Yeah. Because uh, the first time I smoked, and I've told us briefly before, it didn't do anything to me. A lot of people, it doesn't the first time you smoke. It just sure. doesn't have an effect. And it was shit weed. And then I told my friends, who was this black dude, and he got real, like, urban on me, like, shit, we smoke on the far, and, like, made me go smoke <laughs> with him. And then. I love We're going to get you some of that American revolution. Right. We got way <laughs> fucked up and I loved some of the rap music and ate fucking Doritos. And I was like, this is great. This is a fucking great time. <laughs> and then in college, I honestly do feel bad about this kind of. Uh, there were so many people I met that would tell me a story similar to yours. Or like, a, yeah, I used to smoke a little bit and it's not really my thing. It's not fun. Blah, blah, blah. I would take it like a personal challenge, <laughs> like especially to people in my fraternity. Sure. And I'd be like, you're coming over. Three o'clock Saturday. <laughs> and I had this one friend who I even know now still does like religiously smokes. Um, but all sorry, because one day I was like, you haven't done it right. And I knew he loved video games. So like I got some game for us to play two player and I bought like all his fucking food. And we got real stoned, ate food and played video games. He was like, this is the most fun I've ever had. And then like <laughs> to this day, he's spending all of his fucking paychecks on pot. Aww. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I fucked him up. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. So sometimes I feel bad. But peer pressure is fun to do. It just is. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm definitely glad. I have too many expensive hobbies. You know, I play Magic the Gathering. I play Dungeons and Dragons. I play video games. I, you know, I, no, I do you don't. too much. You play a video game <laughs> which costs no money. Well, it costs money when you're a degenerate like me and you buy dances and 
Oh yeah. See, I feel like I bought one battle pass. Yeah. And I guess I need to make sure I have enough for the next sure, one. Sure, sure, yeah. And I bought one. I bought something because I had extra coin that I earned or whatever. Right. But in general, I feel like I need to earn them. Like I ain't buying that shit. But all right, man. This one's gone a little longer, I think we thought. But um, I'm sure we'll have you all again. Have you on again soonish? Sounds good. Dom, I keep trying to get on, but he fucking hates this podcast, so <laughs> it's impossible. I don't think it's the podcast, man. I think it's just you. Right. He was actually pretty good on the podcast. He just does not like me. I peer pressure <laughs> the fuck out of him and all kinds of shit. But eventually when basketball happens, I will force him to come on. Yeah. So well, we I don't think you'll have basketball. to. I think any, any excuse to talk about basketball. I think yeah, he's a big one. basketball guy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to call him. His new nickname. Um, all right, man. That's all I got. Deuces. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, now we are joined by Snappy. What's going on? All right, man. Uh, we're gonna pretty much stay in the sports realm, but you know, if you have anything to bring up, of course you can. Right. Um, I was gonna bring up about this Burt Chrysler stand-up thing, but you just watched about half of it, so at least you're aware of it now. Someone's like act like it was a new thing, but I really liked it. I find it very funny. It was pretty funny. He was able to incorporate his uh, family, whether it was made up or not. It was it was still pretty funny. Yeah, right. I like to believe it because I've heard him on a lot of podcasts. And it's pretty consistent, but he could have just you know a idea in his head that he always goes to. I don't fucking know, but yeah. He, well, when he first started, like you said, he was laughing at his own jokes. That was annoying, but then he kind of quit when he started getting a little funnier. Right, and on podcasts, he's the same way. Like he'll just say something and crack up. But I think it mean it it makes you think he's genuine. Right. At least. So. Well, it sounds like him and his daughter got a pretty good relationship. Right. Um, and then this is super random, but NBA 2K19 this year, Bill Simmons is going to be like a guest announcer. Oh, yeah. So, like, in last year's game, like, Kobe would – if you play the Lakers, Kobe might be a guest announcer or whatever, um, which is awesome because I fucking love Bill Simmons. Well, I played like 10 games, and then you got me addicted to Mafia 3, so – Right. I hadn't played anything since. Yeah, I knew you had gotten it. Um, I was trying to play last year's, but I was like, actually, since I pre-ordered the new one, I'll just wait, you know, build up. I hate the level distance. changes on it, though, because when I first started, I kind of was texting you about controls and stuff because it's been right. so long since I played basketball. I think the last one I had was the Jordan year. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, and that was the last basketball game I had. I loved it, but – and then I was trying to figure out the buttons, and then I got to where I could beat, you know, annihilate the uh, rookie mode, and then i go up to pro – no matter what, I'd get beat by like 10 points. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, the way they decide to do that is like the team in general just gets – like your team gets better or worse. Like the other team doesn't necessarily get – I guess it goes both ways. But like when you put the difficulty up, like your team just won't make shots. No, they won't. Like you just can't unless it's like a green perfect shot release thing or whatever. I mean it's pretty much, you know, steal the ball and try to find a hole and dunk. Yeah. You got to do a lot of going inside. That is for sure. But, I mean, for me, I play on, like, the one above normal. But if I play it, like, Hall of Fame, it's too hard. I can't can't do all that. I like to at least enjoy it. I mean, I don't have to annihilate it, but damn. Right. Yeah, I feel you. Um, also, 
Ron Russillo, who I'm sure you watch ESPN, so you're familiar who Ron Russillo is. Um, I really like him on ESPN, but he's teamed up with Bill Simmons in The Ringer and is going to have a new podcast on The Ringer called Dual Threat, which is a NFL slash college football podcast that starts soon. So I'm going to listen to that because I don't listen to a lot of NFL podcasts. Right. So I'm going to give that one a shot because I really like him. Sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. So um, anyone who cares about any of that shit. um, Has anything happened in your world in the last week? I know you kind of just hang out and uh, sit on the couch, kind of. I think all I've really done is play Mafia 3. Right. I think I played it for like 40 hours straight the other day just because I was up and had nothing to do. I didn't have a doctor's appointment this week, so this is the first time I've been out of the house. Right on. Well, I, yeah, I play it about, uh, let's see, every other day or maybe every day I'll play like one mission. But ever since I got Dead Cells, uh, which I've already talked to Wyatt about, and we'll see if we keep that or not. I don't know. He didn't care. He didn't give a fuck about that game. And you didn't really either. It's just an old Super Nintendo fucking hard-ass game that I find very addicting. Yeah, it looks like something my kids would enjoy, but it's just not my style. Right. I understand. And I think... Uh, it's one like if you played it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. But it doesn't like when I just looked at trailers, I didn't want to buy it. Like I heard about it, wanted to buy it, watched the trailer, convinced myself. I don't think I'm going to like that. And then when I talked to a friend of mine who had the game, he was like, if you like this game, this game and this game, you'll like it. And I was like, I love all those games. OK, so not saying you would. I mean, you I might not getting recommended to Fallout 4. And I'm like, I hadn't even scratched the surface on Mafia 3. It just keeps opening up more shit. Yeah, but I think something that is a weakness of Mafia 3, and I'm not near as far into it as you are, is that it's very, the loop's very clear. Like the gameplay loop. It's like, sure, it opens up more, but you kind of know what's going to happen. Right. Like they're going to have this thing, this thing, this thing. It's pretty repetitive, but I I still enjoy it. It is fun, right? I think it's a fun game. Uh, Fallout 4, I mean, I, I got the Platinum and I really liked it. And I think you would like it as well, but it's all. I think that's my complaint on it is it's a little repetitive. Like you'll all the enemies look the same or the. I can extra usually people. do repetitive because I can. I mean, I was in like twenty twenty five of last year's Madden. Yeah, it's there ridiculous. you go. Um, I mean, Fallout is cool. A little hard at times and kind of dumb in some gameplay aspects, but I like the games a lot. I mean, like I like I said, I played the fuck out of them, so right. I wouldn't say it, it'd be a horrible one for you. Um, trying to think of any other open world games. Basically, I just think you would you would like open world games. Another one that would be on Xbox One. Fuck, I wish I could think of the name of it. It's called like Sleeping Dogs. That's actually the name of it. And it's like Grand Theft Auto in Tokyo, where you're like this cop, but you can play it as a crooked cop or a good cop. I think I go crooked cop. Right, and I got into it. Uh, it came out on PS3, and then they re-released it on PS4, and I think they did the same on Xbox. And it was, like, real fucking good. And I was like, oh, shit, this game is really good. But then something else came out, and I never got back to it. But right. once you get done Mafia 3, since you kind of like the open-world, modern, drive car, shoot people. I'm ready for Red Dead Redemption 2. I've had it pre-ordered for almost two years now. Yeah, I'm really bummed because Amazon's getting rid of their Amazon Prime pre-order deal that I fucking really take advantage of. And I have, like, three days to pre-order Red Dead Redemption 2. But I don't think it qualifies for the thing anyway or not. So I need to look into that to see if I'm going to. Because before you get like 20% off if you pre-order it. Right. Um, but now it's going to be if you just buy a game through them, they'll give you a $10 credit after you purchase it to your next purchase. I hate rebates because I never send them in. I know. So uh, we'll see how all that goes. But I get – I'm just annoyed because I'm like, God damn it. Because I really want Spider-Man mm-hmm. on PS4 that comes out in like 
a week or two. But I know I'll – I mean, I play so much the basketball game. I know I'm not going to play anything else when I have that. So I don't need to buy another game. So I was like, I'll just wait till the Spider-Man's cheaper. That's my plan. And then, yeah, I want Red Dead Redemption 2 more than almost any game. But I don't have it pre-ordered because I'm like, well, they'll have so many copies. And it's like right there by Black Friday, I'm sure you could maybe – but probably not. I think it should be October, shouldn't it? I think that's when it's coming out. It's October. But I don't know. I'll probably am just buying it in October. I mean, I've quit smoking cigarettes, so. I usually don't buy very many games new. I usually wait a couple of years after they come out. It's just I wait to get them for cheap. Right. I used to be like that. And then the PS4 was the first time I bought a console day one. And then it's a different experience because I always feel like I'm just waiting around for new games because I've been on top of it right? right like all the best games have come out since day one i've pretty much played if i wanted to and so now i'm trying to make myself not buy games so that i'll come across something where i'm like oh hell yeah this is really cool and it was 10 bucks you know, if i didn't have kids i could probably do that and be selfish right but you know and i'm really sad that the ps5 will probably be out in the next year 2000 or 2020 and i'm gonna want to get it new but i want to tell myself like I'm a grown-up. I shouldn't do that, but I'm going to want to, especially if I don't have kids by then. Like the Xbox 360, I mean, I pretty much finally got one like a year before the one came out. Yeah, that and is that, crazy. You know, yeah, but I mean, it's a good deal. Just kind of what I do, though. Right. And normally in our family, uh, everyone sold consoles to like cousins or whatever. Like, I actually hate the fact that we had that whole, like, at least for us in Warica, like you were expected to sell your old console to a cousin that was like younger than you and i really wish i had all my old consoles so like i sold my sega to like brandon right at some point in time and then my nintendo 64 i sold to shad or somebody and that just always how it was like my wii i bought a wii and i didn't like it after i beat zelda and i sold it to randy right so it was just like always sold to someone in the family it was very odd but, yeah i say my, my oldest boy somehow always finds a way to keep up on the new systems but it's the way you got to do it, man. You got to hustle. I just mowed a lot of lawns, but I don't ever see any kids mowing lawns these days, so I don't know. He mows mine, and then, like, I'll go weeks and not pay him, and then I'll do, like, a lump sum. Yeah, he, he's not really expecting it, but usually when he wants something. If they want something, we'll usually figure out a way to get it. Right. Got spoiled kids. Fucking snowflakes. Raising snowflakes. Well, I mean, I, we realized this week that two of them flat out don't have opinions. The oldest one and the youngest one. Oh, they'll give you more than your share of opinions. You're just like, shut up. Those middle kids. The middle kids? I mean, of course, they're both with my uh, ex-wife. But uh, you ask them how they feel about something. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, seriously, it's like, do you guys not have an opinion? I mean, I know a lot of adults like that, too, though. That's just somehow how some people are. I don't ever know if it's like because they don't or if they just don't want to share. Because I'm the type of person that I can have an opinion on almost anything for no reason. I kind of think they're putting off adulting as long as they can. Yeah. These two. these They just show. Their, the other two, they want to know everything from A to Z about everything. Yeah, I was more that way, for sure. I mean, they're going to want to know the details and the details on the pod and those details. I mean, sometimes I explain it all I can explain it. And I'm like, I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> You're right. That, that, it is what it is, damn it. Um. All right, man. Well, instead of doing a top five list this week, we were going to do NFL predictions. By each division? By each division. I mean, after that, we can go to, if we want to go crazy and be like, who would make wild card and stuff, I'll show on the fly. I don't have it 
marked down or anything. But I know Dom will come on eventually, and we're going to do NBA predictions, and we did that last year. So I don't really watch NFL, but I feel like I get enough, like, random hearsay, you know, on different podcasts I hear that I can guess well enough. And right. we might be completely wrong. And I, I think, keep meaning to watch preseason, but I've been so busy on Mafia 3. I did watch Big Brother all three episodes this Oh, week. yeah. How did Big Brother go? I thought Fezzi was a complete dumbass, and he's pretty much, unless his ability to compete and win the challenges, that he pretty much screwed himself. Yeah, he's an idiot. There are a lot of really dumb people, but again, I think this season's been pretty good. Like, I can't believe he fell for it. I can't believe. Somehow, I think uh, little KC is going to make the finals. Uh, JC? JC, yeah. Yeah, I know, and I thought he did nothing, but this week he showed that he has some skill. Everyone likes him, and he straight hustled. He was like the underboss this week. Yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, I've really enjoyed Big Brother. They announced they're going to have a battle back for the four. After the next one goes out, the basically the first four in jury are going to next on next Thursday's uh, thing. And normally how it happens if you haven't seen it before is like during the HOH competition or right. something, those four will also join. It'll be like a endurance or something. And then the last of those four to stay up get to join the HOH competition, and then they're in the house as well. So they can win it or they could. I know. like four of the judges. One of them gets to come back. Yeah, and the people in the jury. Dude, I hope it's not Bailey. I know. So that's why Julie Chin's been telling them all on the interviews, I can't tell you because you're in the jury. I can't tell you. you no, know, whenever they do their interviews or whatever. Right. So, um it's because they can come back. And that happens a lot of times where they have a battle back. But normally the house immediately, like, hates them. And it's like, we're going to get you out. So I know it showed uh, them cleaning up the house a little bit. But do you really think that they had to clean it all up yeah, themselves? they did. I mean, I guarantee we could find, like, the live thief. And you know footage. why the oven caught on fire, right? All the fucking coffee grounds she put in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. And that's why it caught on fire. <laughs> this makes sense. I didn't think about it at the time. But, yeah. Dude, that, that competition they do every year. I so, can't believe they was throwing her milk and shit. I would have never done that. They never... Sometimes they've thrown, like, dry food, but I've never seen someone throw liquid because they almost... They fell running in all the time. Oh, uh, Tyler fell every time he ran out. Right. And so, <laughs> like... We laughed. I can't believe Brett's strategy worked because I was always like, it's so obvious there's something there. He right. just kept piling shit, but he made so much that they didn't have enough time to ever... Yeah, because they only had three minutes, and you couldn't possibly move all those mattresses <laughs> in three minutes. So that was a really I good really strategy. I really like Fezzi's hiding spot because of the comment he made. He goes, I'm going to put these in here because no one's going to get in Sam's pants. <laughs> or no one wants in Sam's pants. And I, I thought it was hilarious. That is. Dude, and Sam has lost it. She's gone fucking crazy, dude, which is funny. I can't believe she's still around. Yeah, it is crazy. It looks like she's quieting down, though, and kind of just observing. Right. Until at the end of the episode, she looked like a retard. It, something I've noticed on just Big Brother, because if you go back and watch the old seasons, which I think are like, they're funnier now because they just look old, right? But everyone used to smoke. It'd be like three people in the house didn't smoke. Right. And they would all be outside in that little corner area smoking. And now it's like Sam's the only one who smokes, and she'll be out there by herself. So it's kind of a weird I'm dynamic. I'm thinking uh, smoking cigarettes is pretty much going to be a thing of the past, pretty much. I know everyone's doing this vape shit, which is not healthier. No, it's not. Um, I mean, it's a little bit, but it's it's hurt some people, and they got that what they call popcorn lung. Yep. So that didn't seem to affect my wife. She enjoys it more. See, I to me, and this is um, like I said, I've haven't had a cigarette around in a couple of days. Uh. I had none last Sunday, and then I had five cigarettes left, so I had one a day for the rest of the week because I was like, I'm not going to throw them away. That's a waste of money. Um, and then it's like yesterday I didn't ha or today I haven't had one, and I don't plan on it or whatever. But 
for like uh, any vape shit or fucking like the gum or even the lozenges with nicotine. All that shit hurts my throat. It hurts my throat so bad, but like cigarettes don't. So I was like, well, I'd rather smoke a cigarette. Right. So that's why. But with this whole Shantix, it seemed to work out because I've just like, I want to smoke a cigarette, but not enough to buy a pack. Like more out of habit. Right. I'm like, well, especially if I'm driving around, I'm like, well, I'm fucking bored. Just hold a cigarette, unlit cigarette in your hand. Yeah, I could, but eventually I'd smoke it. So, and like I said, I'm out at the moment, so I don't, and I feel like, well, I'm not going to waste $7 to go buy a fucking pack that I probably won't, shouldn't smoke. Right. And I could probably do one cigarette a day for a while, but I'm like, well, if I could just quit, that's probably better, honestly. Yeah, I'm so trying to I'm quit dipping. I hadn't done too well this week. Yeah, I still crave dips from time to time, but it's something about the pain that I like. I enjoy. I don't know. I like the whole, like, when it rips your fucking lip, and you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, I'm sure you dip so long, because I got there, too, and I used to dip. I've got to let my... Where it's, like, callous, and then it's, like, you don't even feel it anymore. I've got to let it heal up. I've got to. Yeah. And that's that's honestly the worst part, is when you're, like, you put it in, and it's, like, doesn't even do anything, because it's so... Fucking couch so when you first start dipping and breaking it in, you can feel when it first starts breaking. You're like, oh. Right. And then, like, I want to say, like, probably a few months into when I used to dip, someone was like, you only do one side? Because I always just did my left side. And then they were like, oh, you got to switch it back and forth. And then, like, going to the right side for the first time, it was like, my whole fucking face went numb. And I was like, oh, fuck. This yeah, let's fuck up our whole mouth. I know. <laughs> I was that, so I never did the right side after that because I was like, I'm going to stick to the one, one side. But all right. So we're gonna do NFL NFL division predictions. So which side do you want to start with? Let's go with the AFC first. I like them the least. Okay, well I like them the most, so we'll start with them first. Um, You're a millennial, of course you do. Well, they're better. They've been better through my life than the they NFC. They have, by but a lot. the NFC East was uh, kicking ass when I was growing up. So one division in a fucking conference. Anyway, um, we'll start with the AFC East. So, this would be Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, and the Bills. Although I do think the Jets are actually going to have a surprisingly good year, you can't root against the Patriots. Yeah, I think they've won 10 years in a row or something. Even when I still don't see anyone beating them out of the division. And two might go, maybe. but Right, I think, exactly. I think, um, and there's always a chance that, yeah, someone gets injured and they could win, but I don't think you would predict another I'm team. not expecting much out of Miami and... Buffalo, even when they do get a good quarterback, they get hurt. Yeah. So, they I mean, just don't – quarterbacks, since Jim Kelly hasn't done well in Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. And the Jets, like I so said, they have potential, but I'd have to see it first. Well, they started, had that one uh, corner that usually talks shit on everybody. He was – I was actually surprised to see Sam Darnold wasn't making mistakes. Yeah. Sam um, Darnold's, uh, I think, will probably be the best player – or could be the best player in the draft. We'll see, but – I don't know. They hopped him up in college unless his team was shit. USC wasn't that great. Huh? USC wasn't that great, but was also... Was Sam Darnold the one from USC? Yeah. Okay, because the other one from UCLA, they was both like barely over 500, and they was yeah. like supposedly I love, these badass quarterbacks. Is it UCLA or Cal? There I don't was, remember. I thought was, it was Cal. Out of those three, there was like three quarterbacks that was supposed to be really good. Whichever one went to the Cardinals, Josh Rosen, I think is his name. Josh Allen? No, no, Josh Allen went to the Bills. Okay. And then I want to say Josh Rosen. It might not be Josh, but his last name is Rosen. Right. And I know he's Jewish, but he doesn't care. He's like all proud atheists, which is really rare or whatever. And I know like that shouldn't matter, but that's what first caught my attention. And he just talks so much shit. 
he was like, 11 teams made it a mistake. Yeah, he ended up trying to apologize, but you knew it wasn't sincere. I know, and I just enjoy that shit talking, so I want him to be good. Like, See, I will not I be mad. I disagree with the penalties. I mean, that's what made me love football is because you could do a little dance, you could celebrate. Yeah. Well, we loved it. Yeah, it was, was fun. That was, that was the best part. Well, Roger Goodell, man, it's no fun league. Oh, I, I cannot stand Roger Goodell. And, dude, and we'll get into fancy football after we do this whole discussion or whatever, uh, but – this whole helmet rule or whatever is going to really affect the NFL season. Like, defensive backs don't even know how they can tackle right now. Like, this new rule. I mean, they're leading with their shoulder, but what's in front of your shoulders? Right. Your head. I think they're trying to say, like, your face mask has to be up, and I kind of agree, but that doesn't mean your head can be behind your shoulder. Yeah, apparently they're already revising it, and but they're going to go ahead and continue the preseason like it is, you know, calling 51 penalties every three games. Okay. And they're going to go ahead and leave that, but they've got a brand new training video that's mandatory for everybody associated with NFL to watch that they've already revised that because there were so many penalties and they couldn't even play the games. Yeah. They, I mean, they're three definitely games overdoing it. Five hours. I think eventually it'll probably be like some sort of flag scenario. And again, I think the key is actually taking pads away. Um, like rugby? Yeah. I mean, because rugby doesn't have close to the concussions, not even nothing near the concussions NFL does. And it's because their overall body is worse, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, Maybe, actually, I would say it is because it's continual play the way they do it. And it's like big, massive huddles. But I think if you just didn't have pads and that wide receivers running, they're not going to do the crate. They're not going to go over the middle and let their body on the line. So, like, they're less likely to get that injury. Whereas in with pads, you have this false sense of, I'll be okay. It's like right. the same argument with boxers. If you don't wear gloves, they're going to break your hand. Right. But as soon as you put on a huge fucking boxing glove, you can punch the fuck out of somebody. Well, I played uh, from sixth grade all the way up through three years of college, and I never had a significant injury. I had to go get stitches after games and stuff sometimes. But Yeah, I only I had concussions. Um, I had, like, three concussions in junior high. So. I don't have any confirmed concussions, but I've hit, I've hit off my head off the ground where I've stood up and the whole back, uh, I couldn't even stand up straight, and my whole head sitting there buzzing. There's just no way around that it wasn't a concussion. I had two that I could 100%. Uh, with, I mean, no one diagnosed me, but I'm like, yeah, that's for sure what happened. Um, one was we were playing Apache, and they had this huge, like, six-foot-tall kid in eighth grade playing kicker, and I was, like, the first fucking middle lineman. And he kicked it, and then ear hold me when I went to turn around because he was really – he's like the fastest kid on their team. He was fucking huge. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't realize the kicker was fucking fucking athlete on their team. So he hit me, and, like, I hit the ground, and, like, three seconds later, my vision caught up with my body. And I was right. like, oh, fuck. And then I told the coach, like, I need to get out. And he was like, you start. What the hell are you talking about? And I didn't get to get out of the game. And then in off season, uh, like – three months later we were playing just football out in like the yard or whatever one day and someone took my legs out and I jumped up and caught a pass and I hit my head on the ground and then like the next pass I thought they were throwing me the ball and it was like 20 yards away from me and I just started fucking bawling like a weirdo and I told the coach like like my death perception was gone like I don't know like I thought someone was like 10 foot away and it was fucking like 60 foot away and I was like freaking out and the coach was like all right you got a concussion I need you to come to the coach's office. We're going to sit you up and write you a note. You don't have to go to any classes today. And then they just hid me out in the coach's office so no one found out. Uh, these days, that shit wouldn't fly. Right. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't. And that was the last year of these coaches. Like, they knew they were on their way out. So they just weren't trying to get in trouble for any more shit. Um, 
But I quit after that year because I was like, I don't. Man, I come from a rough housing background. I mean, me, adults, brothers, we just like to roughhouse and wrestle around and have fun and you know. Yeah, there was a lot of wrestling when I was a kid because I was it was like golden era of WWE. Right. I mean, we did so much wrestling, and I know from horseplay, I have more concussions than I ever thought about having on a football field. See, I don't think I ever got a concussion from that because I normally protected my head. I mean, sometimes you just get dropped on your head. I mean, See, we, I normally... We, we is no holds barred, man. I was the biggest of my friends. I had no siblings. You had older brothers or whatever. Right. Um, so typically, it would be like... Like, for instance, my friend Dew and, and Jonathan, they're like the ones that come on the most for wrestling... They would like team up on me, but it was fun because I was like fat, and they would like hang on me, and I would just like fucking throw over strength, right? Yeah. And it was fun. And shit, I remember one of my favorite memories was on Dude's bed. I had Jonathan in a headlock and Dude in a headlock pushing against a footboard and pushing Jonathan into a wall, and then he pissed himself, and he kept yelling, "Let me go!" I tap, but I wouldn't. And then he pissed himself because I guess I was pushing on his bladder a certain wow. way. And then we called him Mr. Peabody for the next year. And wrestling memories. You got to love them. Have you watched that uh, cartoon called Big Mouth? Yeah, I love it. It's pretty funny. It's fucking amazing. I mean, I straight looked at that one character. I'm like, that's fucking. And then I heard him talk. I'm like, that's fucking Ruxin. Yeah. Nick and my Kroll. wife looked at him. She's like, uh-uh. And she looked at us. She's like, you're right. And yep. then Rafi, of course, is the guy that fucks his pillow. And- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and then uh, Nick Kroll's co-creator is who that Andrew character is based on. But he's actually voiced by John Mulaney, who's like a good friend of Nick Kroll. They do shit together. Right. But okay, few tangents there, but we'll get there. All right, AFC North. This would be. I'm saying get this one right: Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, and Browns. I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh, man. I normally would, but I think eventually Ben Roethlisberger has to fall off. He looks old as fuck, way older than he is. So I'm going to say Ravens by way of Joe Flacco goes out, Lamar Jackson comes in, does some rookie of the year campaign. Is he at uh, Arizona? Uh, Louisville. Louisville. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So I just I like him. He says all the right things. Joe Flacco sucks, and I think Ben Roethlisberger – like remember that year Peyton Manning just sucked like he was real good the year before right and then all of a sudden he just sucked I just feel like that's gonna happen to Ben Roethlisberger so I'm not that concerned about Big Ben okay his backup is Landry Jones out of Oklahoma and the backup after that is Mason Rudolph who has a hell of an arm he came out of OSU last year he's a rookie as well but that motherfucker can play it out play yeah I'm not an OSU fan but Mason Rudolph can launch the ball down the field yeah, I know nothing about either one of those guys. Uh, Landry um, Jones, I mean, he was right up there. They was they was ranked. You know, they've been ranked pretty much every year. But, I mean, he was a good quarterback, but he was before Baker a few years. I don't know. I don't put much stock into, like, college quarterbacks in the pro because there's a lot of co- good college quarterbacks that suck in the pros for whatever reason. I don't right, get like, it. Right, uh, like someone posted the other day that Tim Tebow was the greatest football player quarterback of all time on college. Yeah. I'm like, he was a damn good college, but he was near, nowhere near the best. I mean, he was a damn good, fine College player. He had the best career of any college quarterback in NCAA history. I think you could probably say that because he won three championships, four years, something like that. I thought it, it was only two. 
His rookie year, he was the backup quarterback to that team. Oh, okay. And he pulled off a trick and play with say- a fake field goal, so he technically oh, okay. gets some credit for the ring. Didn't the same like couple years the basketball go off? Or yeah, that's when they had Joe Kim Noah and yeah. Al Horford and all them. So, all right, I'll go Ravens, you go Steelers, and I just want also to make some of these kind of bold predictions. So, like, uh, at the end of the season, we'll see what happens. And, of course, I think the Browns are actually going to have a good year. I think they're going to go ahead and start with Tyrod Taylor. See, I have but, this HBO thing, and apparently I could watch Hard Knocks. Right. I guess I'm going to. I might do that tonight. We'll see. I'd probably have more insight on them if I did that. but Right. I hear it's really funny. They have this one coach who doesn't believe in stretching. That's retarded. And he said, we won both world wars without stretching. <laughs> like he has this whole rant about it. So I almost want to watch it just for that. But I do like Baker Mayfield. I don't care about OU or whatever. But Baker Mayfield in every interview I've seen, I really like him. So I'm like, yeah, I want to like this guy. I mean, he's a leader. He just is. He's walked on in high school, didn't start, ended up winning what state title or something, and walked on to eight, walked on to Texas Tech, got a starting job, walked on to OU, got a starting job, Heisman. Right. He's a hell of a player. I mean, he does he does some goofy stuff, but hell, you know, flipping the other team off or something. I don't care about that. That's fun. That's right. talking shit. I love talking shit. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so next we'll go with AFC West. This one is the Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers. I believe. Uh, I think Philip Rivers is going to come through this year. I'm going to go with Char- I'm going to go with the Chargers. Uh, I'm going to say the Chiefs. I don't remember who won last year. They've traded quarterbacks and are hopping up Alex Smith. I'm not an Alex Smith fan. Well, the Chiefs don't have Alex Wait, Smith. Wait, no, he went to Redskins? Yeah. Who do they have? They have Patrick Mahomes, who is secretly, and I'm going to reveal this to you, and this won't be revealed to anyone else before we do our draft or whatever, secretly hoping to get Patrick Mahomes somewhere in the draft at some time because feeling big things for Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Everyone's been hopping up Kansas City. I know they got a different quarterback than they had last year. Right. Well, Patrick Mahomes is from Texas Tech and throw the ball 70 yards from his knees sort of a guy. Most Texas Tech quarterbacks can. Right. And Alex Smith, you know, could throw it like 15 yards from his knees. So people were like real excited about that. But Andy Reid still coach over there? Yeah. Well, see, you never can count them out as long as Andy Reid's at the helm. Right. He always runs a good offense. I he mean, does. they don't do well in the playoffs typically. but Neither does Schottenheimer. They finally fired him, and look where San Diego's been ever since. Very true. Very true. Um, all right, so I go Chiefs. You go Chargers. I would like to see the Chargers well, but I hate them in L.A. I like Phillip Rivers a lot. As but far, I, he has like 12 as, kids, dude. He doesn't give a fuck. As far as defense, Denver should be the first pick, but their offense is so shoddy. Yeah, they have no quarterback at the moment, I believe. Um, could be wrong, but I don't and believe Denver it. Denver likes to draft, draft running backs that fumble. It's just a it's a curse since they had that playoff run with Elway and had a good running back. Terrell Davis. Yeah, but after that, they I mean, even Quentin Griffin from OU, he fumbled. Yeah. I mean, they have all been fumblers. That you know, is Sean very Marino? true. Yeah, I remember when Sean Marino was a big deal for me. A lot of running backs there for a while. I was actually thinking about this. Everyone's like – it's just a pass happy league, pass happy league, and I was like, I I truly believe there was just a ten year drought of shitty running backs. And right, well, because the, Adrian Peterson, guess who? What his team did? Run the ball whenever fucking people when the people were good, they ran the ball. Like when Ezekiel Elliott got drafted a couple years ago, and I hate the Cowboys. I'm on record with that. But it was like he's good enough. Give him the ball. He is. So it's like I just think your team will run the ball if your running backs good. Well, enough. you the running the linemen block. A certain way when they run the ball, right. they come out charging. They're using more energy, more force, so they're tiring. Dude, the there was down. nothing more boring, and I, you know, way more than me, I'm sure, than pass blocking. 
it it got interesting, especially in college. It wasn't a big thing. I don't think I really even paid attention to you know the difference in high school because we pretty much blocked the same. Right. Well, to me, it'd be annoying because there'd be like no guy, and you would have to just sit there and like head on the swivel, head on this, and you're like. And you always felt uh, bad if someone would come around the other side. They'd overload the other side, and you're like, well, why didn't you get him? You're like, my guy. Yeah, we didn't do a pool or anything. I mean, like, that, that would make the backfield confusing. Yeah, so, anyway. Pass block, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, and then if someone went in behind you when you was, like, fanning out, they're like, oh, I got a sack on you. You're like, no, you didn't. That wasn't my assignment. Right. They don't under, Defensive guys don't understand the offense. They just know that they're lined up on you, but they slant inside, but you're fanning out the other way, so that's the center's guy or whoever's next to you. Well, defense guys aren't the smartest. Um, all right, my t- favorite team's division, which is AFC South, which is Jacksonville, Texans, the Titans, and the Colts. I'm going to go – I know which one I'm not going because that's yours. It might surprise you. I'll right, just name, tell you. Name them again. It's Jacksonville – Texans, Colts, and Titans. I'm going to go with the Texans. Deshaun Watson, healthy. I put the same thing. I also am going with the Texans if I'm going to predict it, only because I'm not going to pick my own team and jinx it. That's just how I am. I'm damn sure picking the Cowboys. I know you are because Cowboy fans are dumb. Um, they're real arrogant about their team, even though I don't even think y'all, can, y'all might get last in the division this year. Um, You're, you, are you serious? I'm dead serious. We so, have oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I agree, Texans, because Deshaun Watson, if he comes back healthy, they were the best team before. But Jacksonville's defense fucking awesome. But the Titans were in the playoffs last year. And also, if Andrew Luck comes back for the Colts, they could be good. So I think he secretly, is back, and I'm not impressed. But if he gets back to his form, we'll just see. I know see, a man, lot of people are. See, that's where I think Indy messed up is when they put all that money in, and he's been out, what, four years? Three? I think it's been that year. I think it's two. Mm. Sure, I believe at least three. Two, I believe he went out two years ago, early in the season, and he was out all last season. Because Manny didn't play the last two years, and he spent two years at Denver. Correct or wrong? Or is it just one year? Yeah, but Andrew Luck has played seasons for them. He hasn't never played. He played the first one. Two or three years. Did he? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, we can look at that after this. Um, I want Jacksonville to be good, obviously, um, but – and their defense is amazing, but we'll just see how it goes. I just think that division could be the toughest division in the NFL. They had a whole sports center uh, special the other day. Jalen Ramsey was talking mouthing. shit. Oh yeah. my god, dude, I love like, it. Matt Ryan, who's that? I know, dude. He's just talking shit, That's, and I'll, I'm a real big fan. See, of that. I really don't like Matt Ryan in fantasy. He's a great quarterback. He's inconsistent. He's a great quarterback. It's uh, Atlanta's still a run first team, right? They just are when they get in the red zone for sure. Yeah. Like, if Matt Ryan's going to get touchdowns, they're going to be deep touchdowns, which, again, it's big gonna numbers. It's going to be receivers doing the work. Right. So, kind of see. And apparently they have, like, four good receivers. I don't – I still got to do more fantasy football uh, shit here. All right. We're going to move into the NFC. We'll start with the NFC West. I don't know NFCs as well as I know NFCs. So, that's going to be the 49ers, uh, the Seahawks, the – Cardinals, no? Yeah, here at Cardinals. Fuck, what is the other one? I can't believe I don't know this shit. I just look it up. Oakland. No, they're no, AFC. AFC. I thought you had the list over there. No, I've been over I can remember them unless here. I have to. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm normal. I play enough Madden that I just feel like I should know this shit. Will be Los Angeles. The Rams. I bet that is it. Yep, I forgot about the Rams because they fucking move cities over. All right, so it's Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks. I'm going to go with the Rams. I pretty much wrote Seattle off, and I do think San Francisco is going to have a better than expected year. I have San Francisco. I'm going to go with the miracle of Jimmy Garoppolo. You know I can never root for San Francisco being because a cowboy fan. and something about Super Bowl twenty nine. Well, well, you know, no, it's just the the Forty ers and the Eagles. That's just two things you don't put up with. Be I took Deion Sanders just fine. Uh, I remember when everyone cared about all that, and I, it never made. So I was like, "You're signing Deion Sanders. He played for him. Y'all, how do you, how can you hate anyway?" But I now get it. People well, so care. Ken Norton Jr. But. Anyway, I think the 49ers will win because of Jimmy Garoppolo. I never really believed in Jared Goff. Uh, I understand the Rams were good last year, and they apparently are getting – they're loaded this year, but I just want the upset of the 49ers, so I'll look right at the end of the season. All right. Um, all right, next we'll go NFC South. For that one, we have Falcons, Panthers, the Saints, and the Buccaneers. Yeah, I got to go with the... I think it's a tough one. You say the Falcons? Yeah, the Falcons. Yeah, in there. I'll go with the Falcons. Hmm, just to make it different, I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to go with Drew Brees, 48-year-old, or however fuck old he is. He seems so old. You know, just keeps fucking airing it out. They should be good, but someone figures it out towards the end of the year. You know, ever ever notice they start off kind of shitty. But this well, is about like who one, wins a Super Bowl. Well, it's about who wins the division. Well, they'll start off one and three, and then they'll like run the table for the midway through the season, and towards the end of the season in the playoffs, they start getting smoked again. Yeah, could happen. And the Panthers, I think, have a good chance. Honestly, like I hope so because I drafted Christian McCaffrey last night. Right. Yeah, and honestly. That when once you get your team on fantasy or whatever, because like so our league's team, I will be like the one I care probably more about, and like those players, I'll like want to do good, like way more than I care at the moment about any of these games. Right. Well, the league you're in with me is like I would say eleven of the teams have been in it, and it's been going fourteen years. We just had those odd and end spots that's filtered out. Right. So and we're, that we're that pretty into that one tomorrow night. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, NFC North. This one is the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, the and the Vikings. Mm, I guess I'll go Green Bay. Man, There's I was, just no other choice. <laughs> well, I was going to go Green Bay as well. Vikings might be good. But I'm saying Vikings is what everyone's predicting. That's everyone's. Oh, yeah, because they got Kirk Cousins. Yeah, they basically have last year's team, but with a quarterback. And they could be really good. Well, Redskins have had a quarterback, if you put it that way. Yeah, but they haven't had anything else. Vikings had everything else last year, but not a quarterback. So the Redskins have never had anything <laughs> except. And a you picked there. them above Dallas. Um, so yeah. See, that makes no sense in that logic. Dallas has a team. Mm, yeah, they'll probably get third. You're right. You're right. They'll get third <laughs> in the division. Um, and so to that one, it's the Dallas Giants, Eagles, Redskins. Um, I think it would be dumb not to choose the Eagles who won the Super Bowl and have like who should have won MVP coming back this year. And a Super Bowl MVP is their backup. I mean, all Dallas has is this fucking third-year quarterback, and 
They got Ezekiel. I was like I said, I was really pleased with the draft. I, I'm pretty excited about that Vander Esch kid. I like their offense, I really do. But like, I don't see me taking any Dallas defensive players in our individual defensive player draft. No, I probably won't either. You're right. And that's like that's always concerning. It's like even back when we had a uh, Roy uh, Roy Williams, our yeah. our the Redskins would even burn us with uh, that little short receiver I was in the league for like 15. Well, Roy years. Williams was just a small linebacker. Yeah, I'm, he yeah, wasn't a coverage should, I mean, guy. He could he could go up and hit. Yeah, that's what made him famous at Texas. And I know I loved that picture that you know it was like him going over the line at the Red River Shootout or whatever. Right. So good. Um. All right. So that is all of them. Obviously, now, I'm going with Cowboys. I just have a feeling about the Chargers this year. Phillips got to do something since they made that big fuss at the trade with the whole Eli Manning deal, and Eli's went on to win two. Yeah, uh, Philip Rivers is an old man with twelve kids, dude. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't believe he's gonna be the Marino. I just don't believe it. I think it's already happened. I think he should just probably he'll probably retire after this year. I think if he makes it, makes it to the end of the year, I know it might not happen. <laughs> <laughs> he's always been fairly healthy. Yeah, but he look, he just looks old, and you can tell like when in his interviews, he's like, to me, he's like, See, he's, fuck this. He he was pissed they moved from San Diego, right? Because he has to drive like two hours from, because he still lives there. <laughs> and so, like, he drives like two hours a day to practice. I'm like, that can't be good. No way you're like mentally prepared. He yeah, claims that, he watches film, but that field that, that field that was playing on last year was below standards. Right. <laughs> For the NFL, well, Roger Goodell, that was below standards. Honestly, sir. like, I just don't, and I guess I do get it. Like, LA is a huge media empire and all that. Totally get that. Just put the fucking Pro Bowl there then. And then let San. I just think you would make more money with two individual towns that love the team. Maybe right. I, I must. I'm probably wrong because I'm sure I mean, you know San they do Diego. This for a reason. It, you know, it had history. Right. I just wish they would have left left them there. I say that, but like the Seattle Sonics became the Thunder, and I love the Sonics growing up. But I'm like, I'm so fucking glad we have a team. So I can't be like too much of a hypocrite. But L.A. in particular seems like a town that just doesn't care about football. And maybe they are just going to put it in, and eventually they will. Well, but, they got so many people touring, they figure they'll just stop in for a game while they're there. Right. Well, and I guess I wish if every I wish every team that had two sports franchises in one town didn't. So, like, I wish the Clippers would leave L.A. I wish the Chargers would go back to San Diego. In New York, the Mets and the Brooklyn Nets should just fucking leave. Like, you don't need two. No, you don't. Just have one, and then that town fucking loves that team. I mean, I think Hawaii should have a pro team. Uh, they don't have enough population. But what it is is, uh, like even like the colleges that go to the Hawaii Bowl, they spend so much money getting all their gear over there. Right. So it's just like they're you know because they get paid per which bowl game they make. Yeah. You know the school gets. Well, paid. that's like people have always been like, what if we had an NFL team in London? It's like. That's the fucking dumbest shit. And I, right. it gets brought up all the time. Well, Hawaii's supposed to be, you know, part of the U.S. Right, so. but London's, like, so much further. You're like, they can't... They play those games at, like, 6 in the morning here when they do those fucking games. I know because Jacksonville plays one there every year because fucking Shad Khan's brother is the mayor of London and Shad Khan is the owner of the Jaguars. Um, it's just all fucking crazy. So, anyway, real quick on our fantasy football, I need to get an update. So, here's what's happened last week. Jeremy Gross, who I said last week, said he's going to accept the you know last spot in the thing and we'll be all good to go. And then he hadn't. So I publicly shamed him on Facebook with a you have 24 hours to accept this invite, right? I've seen that. And then what happened was 
in the 24 hours, I had another Jeremy, a Jeremy Reed, the only Asian person I knew growing up. He was like in a neighboring town and he hit me up, was like, hey, if you need someone, I'll join. I was like, all right, cool. So at the actual 24 hour mark, I had deleted Jeremy Gross, okay. Jeremy one, and I'd sent Jeremy two a invite. Jeremy two was like, oh, fuck, I'm at my limit of leagues for ESPN. I guess each account can only be in so many leagues. Oh. And I was like, well, damn. Okay. Well, so I hit, so right at, right after he told me that Jeremy one hit me up, was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't get, figure out my password for my email. Um, so I can't get in there, but man, I really want to do it. And I lied to him and was like, you know what? We're fraternity brothers. We're cool. I'll resend you that invite. Didn't tell him anything about Jeremy too. So, I sent it to him, and he's like, all right, I'll do it as soon as I get home. And then I hit him, send him a message, like, every fucking 30 minutes of, like, fucking join, fucking join. I don't see how this shit's fucking hard. And then he hasn't responded or done it, right? Okay. And then, small tangent, I think he's pissed because I didn't go to his wedding this summer. Me, personally, I guess I kind of get it. I had a wedding, and the people who went, I feel, are, like, more of my friends than the people who didn't. Right. So I get it. Uh, But... We sent an RSVP that said we won't, or like, you know, we're not attending. So it's not like he had to fucking buy something for us not to be there. And one reason we did it is because my wife already accepted a wedding invite to some one of her friends' wedding the exact same day. So I was like, maybe he's doing this shit on purpose. <laughs> so I've been like real fucking pissed at him. He'll never be invited to another league for me. Even though he's won one before and he's good, or he was, last straw. So right before me and you recorded, my wife went to this thing called Ada Fest with some of her girlfriends. And I told her, while you're there, I need you to find me someone to join the football league, assuming it would be one of her friend's husbands. Right. And then she texted me and said, Marissa, who has wrote into the old podcast before and listens, I believe, uh, wanted in. I sent her an email. She was having a hard time joining, but I just confirmed that she did get in. So our draft for new tomorrow, which after this comes out, Drafts already happen, right? But it should be on. So, um, I don't know if you want. You could come over. Anyone could. No one really asked me or not. Um, my wife's gonna make a bunch of pigs in the blanket, and then if you did, and even if you don't, I'll probably just have the smock going so I can record when someone does something. I talk don't some shit. Right. I'm gonna try to talk shit. If it's not good, you'll never hear it again. But if it's good, then like next week's episode, I might put something together. Okay. But that sounds cool. Uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, what all happens there. But anyway, I just want to make the announcement that fucking team Marissa has joined. Welcome Marissa. So we have two females out of our 12. So I feel like, you know, that's pretty good. Pretty decent. Like a little bit of variety there. Now, I really hope some of these other people remember about the draft. There's nothing I hate more than a fucking half full of auto drafters. Yeah. There were some auto drafters last night. Dude, it's and just, then you have them ones that. They pick at the last second. You can see them online. You're like, what are you waiting for? Dude, everyone's once I get in like the defensive players, I do because they don't rank them. I've never done an IDP, so oh yeah, oh man, this, that part of it's going to be interesting for me. Yeah, so they normally don't have projected stats for IDP guys. So a lot of times when you're offensive players, you look at that shit, right? You're like, oh, they're projected this and they're projected this, so like that goes into play. So for defensive players, they're not ranked in any order. So the guy you're looking at could not even start. Oh, damn. So you're like, oh, fuck. This has got play. And so you have to click that little info button, and it's like, so-and-so started in the preseason four game. 
he had three. You're like, okay, okay, he's a starter. He's something. So you kind of have to know a little more. Uh, okay. Or at least be aware of who they are. Now, I did make it where we have less defensive guys this year, so you don't have to draft as many. Um, what do you get? Like, I hadn't looked at it. Uh, there's three defensive linemen, two linebackers, three D bags, and then one extra defensive guy. That can Damn, be. you got a whole fantasy league so, just on defensive. Nine defensive guys, nine offensive guys, and a defense special teams. Damn. So and ten bench spots because you have fucking eighteen people. So I was like, well, you the need draft ten bench is spots. Last forever. The draft will probably be, but a couple hours. You well, know? Last night uh, we did a snake draft, but it wasn't that many players. Right. And it only took it took right at an hour. Yeah, ours normally takes about an hour and a half because by the end it goes quicker. Oh, the first year we had made a mistake and put it on two minutes. Holy shit, that was a long fucking draft. Oh yeah, you gotta fucking drop it down. But. All right, man, that's really uh, – we're already at like two hours on the podcast. All I mean, right. I'm going to probably cut some shit out so we won't really be there. But All if right. you've got anything you want to talk about. No, nah, not important. But I know it's late, and I know you got family and shit. All right, then. Peace. All right, peace.